Oh, you yeah. know the fucking deal. Welcome to the LNG 1904 podcast. Yes, sir. I'm pumped. Let's go. Let's go. Who let the fucking dogs out? Damn, bro. I feel like it's been 82 hey. years since hey, we... Real, that, that was a great... Hit it with the fucking intro. Let's go. Welcome to the LFG 1904 show. Yeah. You know the fucking deal. I'm joined by Dustin. And Bravo might be here later. Yeah. Yeah, go figure. He's fucking late. Surprise! Let's go ahead and bring her on the show. Sure, Welcome to the show, you. Tiffany. How you doing? You fired oh up. God, she let the dogs out. <laughs> that was a joke. And she, I was like, we gonna run that. And yeah. That actually sounded crispy in the microphone. I actually, was totally kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what? We were not. Got them. We, we don't play games around here. There is no Milton Bradley. <laughs> no fucking around. <laughs> so we're very excited to have you on because I... I don't know what the truth is. People talk, you know. I mean, you you've been to Mexico, you've been to Washington, you've been in L.A., you've been Utah, Utah, New York. Good night. See, we're gonna, we're gonna have to set the record straight. I'm down. Bet down. So we have a question we always ask on this show. Okay. Let me grab my go juice real quick. <laughs> Where are you from, Cuz? <laughs> That's a tough question when people ask me that. So I was technically born in Marin County, which is uh, across the Golden Gate from San Francisco. Um, Shout out San Rafael. Yep, that's mm. where I'm from, San okay. Rafael. Um, uh, I did a lot of back and forth, back and forth between parents. They divorced when I was one. So started out in San Rafael, then L.A. area, then um, my dad's in the mu- was in the he's retired was in the music business and went to Seattle. And so, kind of all over the place. Went to boarding school in Utah. Oh, boarding with the Mormons? Yeah, wow. yeah, it was nuts. I learned how to, how to smoke hash there. Yes! I learned how to smoke cigarettes at boarding school. Of course. Did I'm you like, use two butter knives on the stove? Uh, no, that can't, that was, dude, that was like the 90s. <laughs> oh, shit, know. my bad. Well, I'm a 90s kid. <laughs> how are y'all smoking? We have, we have uh, rocks, motherfucker. that are 90s kids. <laughs> How, how well then? How do you smoke hash in in whatever year that was? Um, we just smoked it like on a pipe. Oh you shit! Put, like a nug in a like we had old school pipes. Like we didn't have like bongs and shit at boarding <laughs> school, like <laughs> hidden in our rooms. Um, and we just put you. It's like a. I mean, I don't know how like it is everywhere, ball. but it's like it's. I've never done heroin, but it's what I think heroin would look like, like mm-hmm. like a putty. Right, like yep. a black putty, we just p- would like flatten it out and kind of like knife 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 hits. Okay, right. but with with a pipe, other things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fifteen, yeah. So, what was ho- home life? Your div- parents were divorced early on. Super early. My dad remarried, and then um, sometimes, like you'll see me post things about my mom and my biological mom overdosed and died um, in 2012, but. I have a mom, stepmom, ex-stepmom, because they're not married anymore, who raised me. So I was raised a lot with my dad and my stepmom and an older brother and a younger sister. And then my mom's side, I have three sisters. Oh, yeah. Busy. So you got some siblings. Yeah, yeah I got some siblings and a younger brother that's from the third wife on my dad's side. Like, yeah, there's seven of dad, us. Dad got it in. <laughs> dad got it in. He mom didn't miss got, either. Mom got some too. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, yo. And you got Sebastian and Sydney. That's it. 
I have Little Vic. And Little Vic. I adopted Little Vic. Oh, shit. Yeah, like four or five years ago now. I adopted him. We've been together. So, okay, so I met Big Vic at convention committee meeting, and he had this kid with him that was so cute. And um, I remember checking out Big Vic before he brought the kid in. Because <laughs> I like that cholo bald type. That's my type. <laughs> and... Um, and I was like, you know, checking him out from the other side of the room, but I was new in recovery and not trying to be that chick, you know, hey. that's in <laughs> meetings that's, yeah, where mm-hmm. multiple people are looking at going, yeah, I fucked her. <laughs> I didn't want to be her um, again. Uh, and so, <laughs> um, so I, I met Big Vic and then um, I saw that he had a kid and I was like, fuck no. Absolutely not. Like, I'm done. Like, uh, Sydney I'm out like, now. Yeah, Sid was like 18. Sebastian was like 15. And I was like, fuck no, I'm not starting over again. But God, yeah. that kid's cute. And then Little Vic came over to me in a meeting. And we literally, like, had this, like, electric connection. Wow. And we fell in love with each other. He <laughs> needed a mom. I obviously... Am a mom. Am a mom. <laughs> I love being a mom. I want to be everybody's mom. And um, we just like fell in love with each other. This kid, this three-year-old and I, and then Big Vic just kind of came out like it wasn't an option. It was a package <laughs> deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and in my brain, I thought I'm going to adopt this kid so that I can get rid of Big Vic <laughs> and, Savage. and save this kid. <laughs> like it was my mission. The whole and time, so, big, that was Big's mission. Like, he was like, get in hey, there, check, boy. Check this out. <laughs> yes. Check this out. Little Vic, you go, you see that blonde? Now go over to her <laughs> yes. and fucking chop it up. And I'm going to come yeah. over like, I had no idea. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. I didn't mean to let it bother you. No, and I remember <laughs> It's little, called the Vic special, baby. It, literally. I remember Little Vic walking around in meetings and like super lost and like going up to women in the meeting going, are you my mom? Oh, my oh. God. Are you my mom? Are oh. you my mom? To like. Like rando, I mean, oh. he'd been going to hundreds of meetings, so he right. probably knew. T- but like to me, that was so like, I don't yeah. know. It was so come powerful. here, boy. Let me love you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be your mom now. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Yeah. How old is he now? He's um, eleven. Oh, yeah. I got two eleven-year-olds. Yeah, oh. it's it's he's the most well-behaved, coolest kid. Had he been like a dick or an <laughs> asshole or something, there's no fucking way. Yeah. There's no fucking way. I already had Sebastian. Right. <laughs> 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 you fucking prick. I got him. Got him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and so he was just the kind, all he wanted was cuddles and love and bathtubs. And it was oh. the coolest thing. The first time um, I took him to Target and was like, buy anything you want, anything at all. And he looked at me and picked up this like, two dollar mask and put it on and i was like okay that's cool but what else right. and he was like no just i want this i was like no no you don't understand <laughs> what do you want yeah. <laughs> anything right. anything you can it's all you for can you. have it all <laughs> and he was like it, it's just been the coolest it's like no i'm good on this mask yeah <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah i have a picture of it it's it's like the cutest thing so it's just been so cool and then he and sebastian and sydney are so tight and it's it's just worked out perfectly and big Vic, you know, just is still along for the ride. And <laughs> <laughs> I tolerate him as, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and now like, you know, now we're really, and the, the first like five years, big Vic and I, we didn't even really like each other, but I was so determined to save this boy, you know, yeah, that 
I like, I'm like, that's cool. I'll sacrifice myself to save this kid. Yeah. And then now it's, it's good now. Mm-hmm. Cause now, cause we're both super type a like set in our ways. Like, like buttonheads. Yeah. You <laughs> do it this way. And he's like, you should do it this way. And I'm like, oh. no, your way's wrong. Like, you right, know what I mean? Right, it's right. just that kind of like tough. <laughs> and yeah. Who's going to cave. Who's yeah. gonna, uh, the fight. That's he, how the fights he go. Caves, he caves. He caves. <laughs> he, oh. caves. he always apologizes. And not that it's cool too. Cause like, this like my first marriage, like we were young, way too young. Yep. Had got pregnant with Sid. Had Sid at twenty four, which looking back now, twenty four sounds kind of old because Sebastian's twenty four. <laughs> but I look at Sebastian like he's eight still. Yeah. And so like he's like, Mom, sure. you gotta let me be a, a man, like an adult. I was gonna say, I, time I, out. We can't yeah, bag on Seabass like no, that. I'm not <laughs> like, he, like it's it's I I've been reflecting lately and having like this kind of like empty nesters Ooh, kind of thing. Yeah. And even though I have little. Vic at home he's so low maintenance and so easy and he's just like the like perfect child like I, I don't know how or why or whatever but probably because mm. I'm a strict mom but um, <laughs> now mm. um, but it's Sebastian and Sydney are like you know he's about to, he, we're gonna start planning his wedding like they own homes Yes, I bought them the homes, but still they own they, homes. They own them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, they got to pay the property tax. <laughs> shit. I do. No! <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Are, hey, hold on, though. Are we just making up for some maybe some mistakes we may have made when they were younger? 100%. Okay. Um, and so it's, um, you know, having them be like responsible adults now is like has been hard for me because it's been the three of us for so long. And then, and now they're like, we got this. Like you taught us the lessons. We've learned the lessons. Now you got to let us, you know, put the lesson into life. And I'm like, no, but you're just my babies. Like, yeah. That's not, so cool to ready. hear though. Like, <laughs> cause the alternative to that is they fucking never leave no, and they never learn. No, and I was scared they, for a while that they weren't going to leave. Cause, <laughs> cause yeah. I and now they're like, Hey, you easy. can go now. Yeah. You yeah. can go yeah. home. Mom. Scram so, losers. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's been so, so cool to like, just like the shit that those two older kids and I have been through and to be where we're at today is the fucking coolest. Like it's, it, it blows my mind every single day. Oh, hey, look who decided hey. to show the disrespect. You allow him to cook in your kitchen and he's still late for he your show. Come, this dude, motherfucker. I thought we were cool. <laughs> Damn dog. I thought we were cool. Damn it. So no cooking in my kitchen this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't going to be cooking shit. Yeah. Just kidding. Feel free to chime in. I love her. <laughs> she wins. Ladies and gentlemen, Rafa decided to show up. Rafita. No, I'm having technical difficulties in life right in now. In life? Yeah. Bikes running like hell. It's all bad. Quality problems. Quality problems, yeah, you're right. You have a bike. Yeah. We'll save we'll save the end the for the burning desire. We'll let you get that <laughs> off the chest. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Ooh. All right, so we were just talking about hold on real quick. I think we skipped over something. She just said her dad was in the music industry. I was going to bring it all the way back. Okay, well, bring it back because I want yeah, to know. Yeah, we're going to talk about what was home life like before. Do you remember what life was like before the divorce? No. No. I don't remember them being together. I can't imagine my my like biological mom and my dad not, like 
how fucking scary. Like, yeah. no, no thanks. <laughs> I'm good. So who did you stay with in the divorce? Um, I did back and forth a lot. Yeah. Um, I went, when I was with my mom, I was an only child. And so we were in LA and, um, and, uh, <laughs> it was Rafa just like heard my whole story the other day. Um, fucking good. It's crazy. <laughs> um, I, I, I know I was with my mom for a while. Like, I guess we went, like that's when she went off the deep end and started doing taking like 180 milligrams of Valium a day because she couldn't handle the, she, you know, was pissed that my dad split and, um, my mom was a handful, like a hundred percent, absolutely from old money, like never was told no, nothing was ever enough men, drugs, cars, homes, you know, nothing was ever enough. And so she was like never satisfied with anything. And so I believe that she thought that my dad was the love of her life and that that got fucked up. You know, it was 1971 in San Rafael, like shit was going down. My dad was um, in bands in San Francisco and playing with Journey, Santana, Pablo Cruz and like... (laughs) Working at this badass um, music store, huge music store in San Francisco, super well-known, Don Weir's Music City. Um, And he was, I think, I believe he worked his way up to assistant manager and um, was just in the middle of all of that and playing, like, all these killer venues. And, like, it's really, like, fantastic. Like, you know, think looking back on that and then... Um, so I was with my mom for a while. That was very L.A. Both my parents were originally from Beverly Hills. Um, my dad's dad was a movie director. He directed like 68 movies, but he died when my dad was four. So, oh, wow. yeah. And then my grandmother on that side was very young bride and just like left, you know, with I don't I mean, they didn't have like 401ks. And shit back <laughs> right. <then>. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and so um, and then my mom's side was old, old, old school, Beverly Hills, old money, um, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. And so um, very extremely different. So my dad worked from the time he was like 14 years old until he's 75 now and just recovered from cancer. He lives here. I moved him to Coronado with me. Not not in my <laughs> not home. at the chill pad. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was there yeah. for two months, and I was like, "Dude, I've, we haven't lived together since I was like 15. Yeah. Ain't like, gonna I, work. Like, yeah, I'm good. So <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna move you over to the other side of the island. Oh, um, <laughs> but um, I I have the coolest dad ever. Like he he never one time questioned if he loved me. I was definitely the love of his life. You know, I'm I my sister probably wouldn't but I'm definitely the favorite. <laughs> she knows, Ooh. she knows. Um, and so... How much older than you is she? Um, I'm five years older than her. Oh, okay. So it's yeah. a baby sister, older brother? Older brother that, well, that was my dad's... First kid. No, I'm my dad's first kid. My dad married his mom, my, oh. my, my other mom. Her name's Kathy. Okay. My biological mom's name is Electra. Oh, boy. Yes. So That's her name? That's her name. Wow. I have it tattooed on my arm. No Sydney shit. has it huge on her arm. Yeah. Wow. So um, Kathy had a son. So he was three. I was one when our parents got married. And then we were raised together. And then they split up when we were in, I was in high school. He was in college. Oh. So I, so that life, like with my dad was very normal. Very, we played soccer. We like had, ate dinner every night at 730. Um as normal as you can be with your dad being in the music business, right. you know, like, 
well, what's normal? Like, I, don't, I wouldn't even know what normal was anyway. Were you having bands crash or he would be on the road? Uh, not on the road. No, he he um, worked in the music store in San Francisco and just stayed in contact, still is in contact with most people. Um, but he got very well known, um, just customer service and, you know what I mean, that stuff and knew everybody. And then um, in 1980, he was presented, or 79, he was presented with an opportunity to move to Seattle and, and take over a failing music business. Uh-huh. Um, so like a like a rock and roll like music store. You know what I mean? Like, like electric guitars and drums and kind of all that kind of stuff. And so... Um, yeah, One second. That, yeah. You filling up your cup over there? Listen, Taking a piss. Pregnant people need to drink water, and I don't know if there's water at this meeting. I just, I have to do it. And oh, no. Will yell at me if I don't. No, 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 I get it. It's okay. Water bottle, taking <laughs> no, a piss, just, all the same. Hold on. I turned your mic down because I thought that would help. Sorry, guys. I just took a piss <laughs> on air. <laughs> on air. <laughs> it, was, it was actually me. Yeah. I was standing up. <laughs> People don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> it was impressive. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, from, from over here. So, Dad yeah. gets the opportunity yeah. to work at a music store selling equipment in Seattle. Well, in San Francisco, he was doing that very well known, very um, involved in like the music community, like um, like the trade shows and everybody knew my dad. Everybody knew my dad because he'd been in it for so long. Right. And then, hmm. um, God, there's a lot of back and forth thing here. <laughs> it's uh, all good. It's because I've lived 17 different lives, you know, and so trying to keep them, not keep them straight because it, it is, yeah, it is what it is, but like. Um, so that's the dad side. So then they had my younger sister, Tracy, who's, uh, five years younger than me. And, and we moved to Seattle and then like the grunge stuff happened up there. Oh, my shit. dad was in the music business. My brother and I had backstage passes to fucking every fucking band that came to town. No, are you serious? The coolest fucking thing. And just working, my brother and I both worked in two different bars in, uh, Seattle. And so, um, like we, we knew everybody and everybody knew us cause of our dad. And like, we were like the cool, like, you know, the cool kids, the cool kids, literally yeah. the cool kids. Yeah. And like, <laughs> we sure. get let into the venues before anybody else got let into the venues and had like our backstage passes on <sighs> us and stuff. And all of our friends are like banging on the doors of, I don't know what it's called now, but it was called the Coliseum back in the day. Then it was the key arena, like where the Sonic Seattle Sonics played. Mm. Rest in peace. Yeah. Now the Oklahoma Thunder. Dude, how, how cool is that, though? It was cool. People, it th- was fucking How many rad. best friends did you have? I <laughs> so had. Many. I, you know what's funny is um, I was definitely one of, I never fit in. I was definitely one mm. of those kids that was, like, so different. I thought I was so different um, and had been through such different things than anyone that I knew. I have lived a full, complete adult life before I turned 10 years old. Like, <sighs> I've, I, but I had been through more shit before I turned 10 and moved to Seattle permanently with my dad and mom, stepmom, um, with my mom in LA that then most adults have been through in their life. So LA, it'll do that to people. It was very like, you know, like not the beat. We weren't like leave it to beaver. And sh- if you, they're too young for leave it to beaver, huh? It was yeah. the, the, Brady, the good old like Brady, the American, Brady yeah, Brady the American Bunch. nuclear family. Yeah. Hey, you youngsters yeah. know about Brady Bunch? Hey, tap in. <laughs> yeah, there's a story uh, <laughs> of a lovely lady. Um, <laughs> yeah, no lovely ladies around me. Um, <laughs> so it it was very different, very different, yet still, you know, music business like. 
you know, I used to steal my dad's weed. He'd, he'd get good ass weed <laughs> like in junior high and high school. And he couldn't say anything because what are you going to say? You know, stealing my weed. <laughs> um, and then, but he'd say that he'd see us high and stuff and be like, do you guys have the munchies? <laughs> I'd be like, no. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like 14 years old. Um, and then, so that, that life with them was very, uh, whatever, to me it was normal. Because the the opposite of that, my mom's side was the extreme opposite. It was home alone, uh, taking care of myself, being basically an adult at six, being exposed to very inappropriate things. Like when I think about my own children and um, and them going through anything really that I had gone through at that age is mm. fucking terrifying right. to me. And I look at them like, fuck no like that's my job as their mom to protect them from that stuff and no one did that for me so i was roller li literally lived on my roller skates this was the 70s in la and um we lived uh down the street from the sunset strip and my mom so for a lot of people who don't know and this is the part that kind of like fucked me up when she was talking to me about her story like around the time that this all happened like Serial killing was a fucking thing <laughs> in L.A. OK, like hillside. Hill, you had the hillside stranglers. Right. And then six months after the hillside stranglers and the Richard busted, you had fucking uh, the sunset strip uh, stalkers. And what is it? The sunset slashers or whatever the fuck, which were like copycats of like the hillside stranglers. And this <laughs> is around the same exact time that she was rollerblading up and down. Skating. Yeah. yeah skating, skating up uh, and down. Never, skating motherfucker skating up <laughs> and disrespect down disrespect me i never been on a rollerblade <laughs> in my life motherfucker so, like she Hell like no. it was it's like when you think about that aspect of it it's like wow like that's crazy i was by myself i was i was kind of, i was an only child with my mom until i was seven and then my sister tabitha who lives here right. on coronado also um you know she was a baby so like it was just me it was me by myself, my mom was an addict. I I believe my whole life. She tells me that, um, or not. She can't currently tell me because she's passed on. <laughs> <laughs> she does tell you. So she hold does. on a minute. Let's talk about this. Where are we going, Tiff? <laughs> um, so like she would tell me stories of when I was young, like before I remember things. I do remember, I have a very vivid memory. It's bizarre. Mm. I can't tell you what I did yesterday, but I could tell you what I was wearing in 1973 when I was wow. three years old. Right. Or, and what my mom was wearing, where we were, what car, like it's it's kind of a curse, but then cool at the same time because I, I don't have like lapse in memory in, until now because I'm old. <laughs> um, and so... Um, she would tell me that we, sh we would go to like people's houses and that as a very young child, I would escape to their bathrooms and get up on the bathroom counter and open their medicine cabinets and open their pill bottles and like eat all their pills. No and shit. then I had had my stomach pumped like multiple times at like two and three years old. Oh my God. And then I just recently found out in the last couple of years that apparently I dropped acid when I was either three or four. Um, my uncle told me this story that I had never heard before. And um, 
And I asked them what they did. Like, what, did you guys take me to the emergency room? Or like, what happened? They're like, no, we just kind of let you trip. Yeah, we just oh let, my let God. It, we let it ride it out. Yeah. Look at this kid. Like, <laughs> this kid's tripping nuts right yeah, now. <laughs> no shit. I was like, that's really cool. Yeah. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks, Unc. <laughs> Way to take care of your kids. Um, apparently oh CPS God. didn't exist back then. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, no it's the seventies. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> like I am shocked sometimes of some of the shit. Um, there's really honestly like too much. I feel to like completely people have told me a lot. You should write a book. You should write a book. You should write a book. And, and my last set of steps, I wrote, uh, kind of like a timeline. I showed Rafa. I don't know if I showed tomorrow, but I showed Rafa and, um, just kind of like to write down, like I wrote down 1970, 71, 72, up to that was in 2000, whatever. Um, and what a, I don't even know what year it is. Yeah, <laughs> I, I chill by my pool acid. every day. Got my brain fucked up. Um, and so it was just kind of like writing down like pinpoints of like where I was living at the time and like major things that happened, but, but not all the things because one day in my life sounds like a lot. Like, one example. I was probably six. I don't think my sister was born yet, so I was probably six, five or six. My mom made pot brownies. She made two pans, put them on top of the stove, and she said, don't eat the ones on the whatever, left. Mm. And I was like, cool, cool, peace out. Like, she she dipped for, like, a few days. and um, <laughs> And I ate one. Got the munchies, because obviously I ate the pop brownies. Yeah. I ate, got the munchies and ate both pans. Oh, boy. I was high for three days um, at five, six years old. Like, oh, my God. It sounds fun. Like, when my mom would tell the story, um, people would laugh. And I used to laugh, too, and kind of, like, not brag about it, but, like, mm, I did this. Yeah. Like, until I became a mom. And then I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> like. Like, yeah. the fuck is wrong with what you? the fuck is wrong with <laughs> everyone around me? Right, but like right. all these adults were just like cool with it. Apparently I was rolling joints, like very young. My mom would brag about that. Like, you don't have to go to school tomorrow. If you roll this, thought it was hilarious. Um, it was just, you know, like I said, looking at my own kids, you know, mm. when I was using, I used to have Sid, um, roll me sweet ass blunts. <laughs> <laughs> But she was like 16 or 17. So that's way better than five. Yeah. Still not so bad. No, not as bad. Um, But just shit like that. My mom got into like the punk scene in the late in like the mid 70s on Sunset Strip. Kind of like we'd be at the whiskey. We'd be at the Roxy. We'd be fucking all over the everywhere, everywhere, like all the, the places. Yeah. And she was hanging out with like dead Kennedy, Circle Jerks. X, fear, they were always at our house. They were always partying at our house. What the fuck? I learned how to... Brendan inside just went... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, that, he had the pink button. <laughs> I have pictures with me at, like, the Dead Kennedys have an album called Too Drunk to Fuck. Yeah. And um, I have pictures of me at literally seven years old with a Too Drunk to Fuck t-shirt on, belted, with fishnet stockings and high-heeled boots and my hair ratted out with, like, like tipped, I don't know what it's called, liquid eyeliner um, at the whiskey, like, backstage. 
So no, you, no you have met Jello Biafra. I can show you a picture right now of me and Jello. I actually talked to him <laughs> like two months ago. You're fucking lying. You lie like cheap copy. Oh swear my God. God. So do you need any lawn care done at your house or fucking, you know, anything? Uh, fake grass. No. Fuck. <laughs> That's um, so gnarly. And But I also know what comes with that is like massive drug use. Massive. And fucking the level of degenerates that are probably. Orgies. Oh Orgies. Oh. Like very inappropriate things for a six, seven, eight, nine-year-old to be in the middle of. I I wasn't obviously not, I don't mean obviously but I wasn't participating in orgies but like being so exposed sec to sexual stuff yeah. so young made me hypersexual very young like way too young yeah um I definitely they would like they'd all come back to our house after shows at four in the morning and. Mm. You're fucking in the living room. Fucking everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, I was up because I'd been at the show, too. Right. And was, like, you know, sneaking around the house, like, peeking around corners, like, just curious, watching, like, what the fuck. So that was normal to LA me. is a fucking wild place. It was crazy town. People ask me now, would you ever move back there? I'm like, fuck no. no. <laughs> Absolutely not. I won't even drive through there. <laughs> like, I did a show I'm last cool. weekend there, cool. and, like, one of the guys was that was in a really major band he's still in music now but he brought all of his friends that are like la socialites and like yeah. some people that like have some clout and like i was just seeing how these people interact and i was like i want fuck i want to get away from you no guys. hell no and they yeah. like hit me up after the show and they're like dude you were so rad up there fucking you want to come hang out with us and i was like nope i gotta go <laughs> i got not. to get the fuck away from you guys because <laughs> yeah. they they were so down and like i've i've checked that one of the dude's instagrams the next day and like he's taking sunrise photos in the middle of the street looking fucked off yeah it was and nuts it's yeah i learned a lot about um every kind of drug no oh, yeah i could make pipes out of glasses and aluminum foil when i was like six or seven like i'd walk around and drink like the next morning day whatever i'd walk around and drink like, all the what old was, beers yeah what was left over and like smoke cig like pretend to smoke cigarettes oh god like it was just not a place for a kid to be at all, but it was also, I know it sounds crazy, but it was also the seventies. And so like, I, I don't, I didn't have any friends. I was always the only kid anywhere we went. My mom had me very young. And so, um, we'd go to parties in like Laurel Canyon and like up in the, like, like in the middle of nowhere with like mounds of Coke on, like you see in the movies, like, like almost unbelievable. Mm. Like, and just, like heroin everywhere. They were smoking crank. They were quaaludes. Like, like every kind of drug, like drugs that don't even like exist yeah, anymore. Right. Like, like barbiturates, like, all that stuff. Yeah. Like, like just, it was, it was crazy town, crazy town. You ever done a quaalude? I have not. Oh. No. Damn it. Damn it. No. We're going to find somebody who's taken some ludes. If my, ludes. Mom, if my well, Kenny, was alive, Kenny took she ludes. Would, yeah, but you didn't really it. talk about it. <laughs> I was about to dig deep right now. So <laughs> tell me. Sorry, we want to know what sorry. we missed out on. I know. If, but that's but, what I'm saying. If my mom was here, she would brag about it. Um, <laughs> right. But she really glamorized drugs for me. Like, it it, it seemed cool. Like, right. like, nobody else's mom was partying at, at the whiskey. Like, I... I, I don't think like <laughs> I didn't see him. <laughs> there were definitely no other kids there besides me. Um, yeah, it was interesting. It was, um, I always said my whole life because of my situation and because of what was going on, Drugs. 
I need drugs. I need, I'm <laughs> allergic to cats and I oh. felt my nose run. And I'm oh. like, oh no. I know Dustin's oh. like, how are you with cats? I'm like, good as long as they don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to take some Benadryl right now. I can feel my throat getting itchy. Yeah. Nose is running. I'm like, oh no. Hey, fucking pussy. <laughs> Not as pussy as your bitch ass pet. <laughs> Anyways, oh, here we go. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was nuts. I mean, I, I have, where's Laurel Canyon? By I the have way? it's like kind of up behind Sunset. Oh, so uh, like that's where I was. By the way, I was I was on Sunset this weekend. Yeah, like fucking up, madness. Up behind like the Beverly Hills Hotel, kind of ish. Like back back up like Hollywood Hills. Like back back up in there. It w- it was like all the like Frank Zappa's house. Oh. Like we were we were over there. Did you meet Moonchild? We were everywhere. You met Moonchild. I had to have. I don't remember. And, and, and what's the, his son's name is something weird. Dweezil. Too. Dweezil. Yeah. Good night. Yeah. It was hey, nuts. You ended up pretty good on the name end of things. I know. With I'm a mom named you, Electra. You I know. C- I remember. <sighs> I have a great memory. It's nuts. Damn. It's nuts. I have one of those vivid memories, but I also didn't experience. Yeah, L.A. in the seventies, yeah. like you did. It was crazy. I was roll. I li- literally lived on my roller skates, and um, was my mom would leave for like a couple like days at a time. Like she'd meet some new dude, they'd go off and do coke for days and days, and um, maybe she forgot that she <laughs> had a kid. I'm not. I don't. I don't know. Um, but so, how you do know, you end up going back to your dad's? Uh, my mom actually. Um, Went to rehab for the first time in 1980. Oh. She went to this place called Beverly Glen, very famous uh, uh, back in the day rehab in like Beverly Hills area. At, well, in Beverly Hills, like Century City. And um, she was in there with Iggy Pop. Um, Good God. She used to talk about his 12 inch cock. What? <laughs> yeah. Like I was. What, like, did she hook up with Iggy? Absolutely. Oh. She, I think my mom hooked up with pretty much anybody that gave, gave, gave her a shot. <laughs> Hey, good for you, Electra. Right? Good for you, hon. She, she passed that down. She passed that <laughs> down. That's for sure. Um, yeah, they were... I remember going to see her... This was right before I moved to Washington, like permanently, basically. Um, but they... They're, back back then, their, their like rehab detox was... They were all hooked up to IVs. Mm. And it was like the whole floor of... I don't know if it was a hospital or whatever... But um, it seemed hospital-ish. Maybe it was like a floor on a hospital. And they all were walking around with IVs, like, hooked up to them, <laughs> like all the addicts. But then they were having friends come in with drugs to visit and s- putting heroin in their IV. IVs. Oh, yes. And, like, just straight, like... Pilt back. <laughs> just fucking fuck? pilt back. <laughs> well, I thought you guys were cutting back. <laughs> like, and so they were all fucking each other in there, and it, it was just like crazy town. So back then also is when CA started, and when my mom got clean that time, um, she was clean for a hot minute, and she and a couple of her friends started CA. Okay. Nice. Oh. It's okay. Um, Fuck it. And so... Um, for those that don't know, there's a couple other 12-step groups. One of them is called CA, Cocaine Anonymous. Yes. I'm was, not a member, so I don't give a fuck. I'm not either. <laughs> I'm not either, obviously. Um, but it's funny because, not funny, but that's what ended up taking her out in the end. Um, was CA? Or the people was, there? It was Coke. was the Coke. Oh. It was, well, oh, CA. They, oh, God. <laughs> well, amongst the 14 other things that are listed you, on Graf. her death certificate. Like, Sheesh. Yeah. So, um, 
She had some time. She had some time for a minute, and I went up to Washington to live with that family where we played soccer, and we ate dinner at 7.30. (laughs) So I went from really, like, I'm a retired chef now. All I ever did was work in restaurants. I don't know how to do anything else. Like, it's all good. Um, And really what it was was um, I, I... grew a passion for it because I was hungry as a child. Mm. And so I learned how to, first I learned how to make instant mashed potatoes. Then I moved up to Kraft macaroni and cheese. (laughs) And then I moved up to quesadillas with diced green chilies in it. And then just kind of like progressed from there, making lasagnas, making, you know, like I was hungry. I was just fucking hungry. Go to the pantry. Uh, All right. And so the block that we lived on in L.A., was um, half of it was my grandfather owned the block. So half of it was residential, and then the other half of it was commercial. And there was a little tiny grocery store, a liquor store, a French restaurant, a dry cleaners, and a pharmacy. And my grandfather owned all of those. And so I had charges. So I could go in and, like, get my hair done at the mm. hair salon. Nice. <laughs> yeah. At six and seven by myself <laughs> in my roller skates. Nice. And then I could go to the little grocery store, and they knew who I was. And so, I, you know, I'd get rotisserie chickens and get, like, the ingredients that I needed and just kind of. At six and seven. Yeah, eight. Unbelievable. Eight. I mean, I moved to Washington right before my 10th birthday. So. Damn. All of that. And that's just, like, one day. You know what I mean? Like, the Pop Brownies story, like. That's just one story. Like, I, I'm right. full of... Out of 365. Out of eight years. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it, 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 it's a lot. I've, I've definitely... Um, that's why sometimes, like, like I was kind of mentioning to you guys earlier, like, like I'm coming up on 10 years clean. Um, July 2nd, God willing, I'll have uh, 10 years. And um, I feel like... I'm 100% a miracle. I'm shocked that I'm not dead. Um, I definitely was put in positions, not by my own choice, by the adults around me, where horrible things, like Rafa was saying, could have happened to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't. And And because I have such a vivid memory of back then, it's not like I'm blocking, I don't, think I'm blocking anything out I, re- I remember things very vividly like a kid in third grade I remember I was going to school in Beverly Hills elementary school where my parents went my grandparents went there so like like generational and this kid Evan fuck you Evan um <laughs> fuck, fuck you Evan I don't remember fuck his last you. name but I'm gonna fucking find him now look <laughs> <laughs> at me now bitch <laughs> <laughs> and he was like talking about weed or something and I was like yeah I was like, yeah, like we have it in the back. Like my mom was growing weed in the backyard. And then not to mention all the, they used to keep it in shoe boxes back in the day. And so, um, cause you could scoop your weed up and all the stems and sticks would fall down and the weed would stay up when you tilted the <laughs> shoe box. Yeah. Which is a the seventies thing, I guess. Now there's no stems, no sticks. No, none of that. Stems, no sticks, no seeds. So, um, uh, to me, it was normal, and this kid was like, "Oh, something about marijuana or something." And I was like, "Yeah, we, I, I got some." Like, yeah. <laughs> third grade's like you're like seven, right? <laughs> I'm like, "What? You need some?" <laughs> <laughs> and so I went home and came back the next day with weed. We just brought it to school, got sent to the vice principal's office, and fuck you, Evan. Fuck you, Evan. She got Fucking hit with snitch. the motherfucking blame thrower. <laughs> <laughs> got hit with the snitch blade. <laughs> 
Thank you, Charlie. They called my mom, and I'm shocked she answered the phone or and was home. Right. But she was. They caught her. And uh, she started screaming at me on the phone and was like, don't you know what could happen? And I was like, I don't. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. Because no one ever said no or bad or go to school or brush your teeth or it's bedtime. I never got any of that stuff. Yeah, so yeah. the first time I went yeah. to the dentist, I was like, I think I was... 10 when i went to washington i had 17 cavities oh god no one ever one time said hey check this out there's at school when you go to school if you go they give you this thing called homework and you're supposed to do it when you get home never heard that never no one gave two shits wow and so you know it's just so different how like i've raised my kids and and the kind of and all those things have really been a lesson for me of um the kind of mom I wanted to be. I, I always said my whole life, I said, I'm never going to be like her. Fuck her. Like she, I, I don't know that she, I can't say that she didn't love me. I don't think that she cared for me much. Mm. That's my reality. People say different things. People that were around back then that her, were friends of hers say she did tremendously. She loved me, blah, whatever. I never felt that from her. So Um, I just never wanted to be like her. I never, I wanted to have kids. I wanted my own family very, like way too young. And so married the first dude that (laughs) that fucking looked at me. (laughs) Hey, you come here. So fucking desperate. We're going to do this. (laughs) Yeah. And like, you know, every fucking red flag, he was already married. (laughs) Oh Christ. Like all this shit got, you know, and whatever it is, what it is. (laughs) We were married for 17 years and. I have two of the coolest fucking human beings on earth that I call my children um, because of it. And um, so I wouldn't trade that, but like, you know. So if I knew then what I know now, (laughs) hello. Hey, yo. So you get, you're 10, you're in Washington. We skip a couple of years. I go to Washington. My my mom, before I go to Washington, so Washington's very... Uh, the suburbs of Seattle are very, back then especially, are very, they're like eight years behind L.A. Oh, In like style and. Anywhere out of California. <laughs> literally. Yeah. And so, um, er, you know, all the girls are wearing these like bell bottoms and like regular people clothes. <laughs> I don't even know what <laughs> yeah. to call it. Boring clothes. <laughs> um, and oh, they all have long straight hair. My mom decides to cut my hair off and gave me a mullet. The day before I flew to move to Washington, oh. I think as like a fuck you to my dad. Yeah. Oh my fucking but God. But like fucked me up. So like moved to Washington, middle of fifth grade with a mullet. Oh fuck. God. It was not. Business it like wasn't front? cute. Serious <laughs> business party in the, the front? Back. Like hard bangs? Hard party in the back. Yeah. Hard party in the back. Hard. Down yeah. the back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. And so everybody <laughs> thought I was a boy. And so <sighs> they called me mop top. Like I got bullied um i was just very different i wasn't I, I had nothing in common with not even one adult around me like during you know those like teen years and stuff and so i kept a lot of it inside never shared it with um like my friends up there and stuff because their moms were like drinking wine at night <laughs> Woo! Like, go ladies <laughs> like, like that was their like tough times oh you God. know and so um, I was embarrassed by it. It's, it was embarrassing for me. And then 
Um, I held a lot of that in and kept the mask on and that's not who I am. That's not who I am. I don't know. You know, yeah, this is my normal life. And, um, it was very, to me, you know, the contrast of that LA life too drunk to fuck <laughs> to soccer games on Saturdays, you know, where your parents are there cheering you on. My dad would get kicked out of games cause he'd be screaming, <laughs> screaming so loud. They'd be like red card him and he'd have to you leave got the game. To go, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta go, homie. Excuse yeah. me, sir. Um, yeah. So, um, fortunately, Having the relationship I did with my stepmom that raised me, she was a great example. She was a severe alcoholic, but she was a great example of a caring, loving mother. And so I definitely get that part of me from her. And just learning the hard lesson from my own mom of exactly what I don't want. She, you know, I I am who I am because of having her as my mom. And I really love and like myself today. Um, but it's really taken me a lot of work and a lot of time to get to this point. So, um, yeah, I lost track of thought because I can't remember. You're good. Two seconds. From so the you're doing soccer. W- doing where soccer. do you finally say fuck I everyone? See, I want to see a picture of the mullet. Um, we'll cross that. Oh, yeah, we'll we'll not, do, not now, but yeah, I just I, I want to see it. I, have, I, I got lots oh. of pictures. I'll show oh, yeah. you my Jello picture. <laughs> yes. I'll show you. I post it once in a while. Fuck. See, I'm not it's on Facebook. Awesome. I try to avoid oh. it. Oh, Instagram. I'm on the gram. I know you're on the gram, B-Graph. Yes, right. That's me. <laughs> um, so boarding yeah. school, how the fuck does that happen? So my parents, um, I was a super sensitive kid, like crying. Uh, no wonder. Yeah, but like right. Crying all the time. Like I, I just felt always that I was the only one in the world that experienced what I experienced. Mm. And even though my story is probably different than anyone else, um, I'm sure there's other people that experienced crazy town also. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, you know, it was lonely. It was very lonely. I was very lonely kid and, and not fitting in anywhere. I didn't fit in in Beverly Hills. I didn't fit in in Redmond, Washington. You know what I mean? Like, it just was lonely. And so um, I was kind of um, normal-ish. And then, um, I, you know, I, I don't like that word. I don't like that word normal. Because yeah. who the fuck? Who's normal? Who, and who the fuck decides what's normal? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Who the fuck are you to tell, tell me? me. Yeah. 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 Keep my wife's name out your motherfucking mouth. <laughs> Keep my wife's name out your mouth. Um, and so um, I didn't, uh, I, in Washington, it was like very like, I call it white America because it's so different. Um, like growing up and like where, you know, 99% of the people around you are white. Right. Um, and the behavior and how people are raised is so different than how I was raised that like I'd put the mask on and like all the parents, all everyone's parents loved me, even though I was like a high school dropout and like smoke cigarettes and like all that stuff. I was always very, uh, people pleasing and kind and, you know, I've just always been very careful how I treat other people Mm. always because of being treated so poorly as a child, I think. And not feeling love and never being loved on or it's, it's, it's created who I am today. But like, you know what I mean? Like that middle part, like, I don't know about any other girls, but for me, junior high and high school were the worst 
besides my using years, <laughs> were the worst fucking times of my life. Uncomfortable, were nobody's pretty enough, thin enough, good enough at sports, smart enough in school. It's like trying to fit in and shit trying like to that fit now. in. And I just did not ever fit in. You yeah. can't fit in when you've been through what I've been through. And you can pretend, which I did a great job of that for a while, but right. so fucking miserable on the inside. Everything was always, I always felt, I think I was depressed. Like I came out depressed Fuck. of the womb, like with anxiety and depression. Mm. And so I don't remember a, a like crazy happy, like how people are like, oh my God, when we were kids and this happened, I don't have those. Mm. I don't have um, very few and far between do I have um like positive moments does that make sense yeah that making sense like um, those core memories i don't have those I, I remember everything i don't have love and affection from childhood mm. from my mom so that's why i feel like i think she probably loved me like the way that she could but I never felt that love from her ever until the day she died, mm. the night before she died. So she told me she loved me, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> at least I got that. Yeah, you got that. <laughs> yeah, I, and I'm sure you can attribute like I I don't know because I can speak from my experience. Like my dad has, I have my biological father, I have my brother, and me, and we're his two kids, and then yeah, I have an older sister. But he's always been on his next marriage, loving their kids, what felt like more than us. And he probably does love me, but I never fucking got it. You yeah. know, I never felt like I was fucking enough. And it was always somebody else's fucking kid. And I harbor a serious fucking resentment about Absolutely. it. And I would you say that recovery gave you that like and he's in, he's in recovery, too. Oh, he's cool. got like 36 years wow. and not a fucking drop of recovery. He's just dry. He just doesn't use drugs. Oh, but I have family like that. <laughs> do you think being clean fucking gave you the opportunity to be like Electra was probably just she's just an addict and was doing the best of what she could in active addiction 100 percent. yeah um i didn't understand it my whole life i did not get it i did not i had kids young i had sydney at 24 sebastian at 28 um and they were my everything um I definitely never wanted to be like her. I never wanted my kids to feel that way. I never wanted them to think that anything came before them. And anyone that knows me knows I am the ultimate mama bear. I will fucking cut all four of you sitting here right now <laughs> if it came down to it. I'm sorry. I really love you guys. I like you a lot. But if Sebastian walked in the door right now and said, Mom kill these guys <laughs> i would fucking Dead. kill you with a fork <laughs> good to know yeah. um somebody and, go ahead and call Seabass. tell him to right. park his ass at home right um and so because i didn't have that but you were getting loaded no while they were okay. kids no no so no. my story so i i didn't start getting high till i was 38 oh shit yes i only used for th only for <laughs> three three and a half years that's all it took that's all it took. So I was like a kind of normally teenager, like like white America, like keggers on the weekends in the woods. And I always had the biggest parties at my house. I could go to reunions now. <laughs> like my 30-year reunion, everybody's like, Tiffany Marin, you threw the best parties. I'm like, dude, that was fucking 35 years ago. <laughs> and, and here you are still, the Redmond, Washington. Yep. <laughs> 
living in your parents' house. You fucking nerds. Um, and so yeah, talk shit about that mullet now, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Coming the fuck at you. So, um, and then like, uh, so back up a little bit after my mom, um, my youngest, my younger sister on my mom's side went to go live with our grandmother in San Francisco and went to like high school and stuff with her. And my mom moved to Puerto Vallarta. So we had been, my mom and I had been going to Puerto Vallarta because people always want to know what's the connection. What's the connection. My mom and I had been going to Puerto Vallarta on vacations. Like I'd fly from Seattle down to LA and then we'd fly together to Puerto Vallarta. Um, first time I remember being there, I was seven and they'd go party all night and leave me at this crazy house by myself. Um, in Mexico now. In, in Puerto Vallarta. Jesus. Yeah. Fuck. Not, obviously not speaking <laughs> Spanish at seven. <laughs> um, and um, was like hungry in the morning. So like would go, you know, it was just, uh, yeah, it just wasn't cute. Like it just wasn't cute. Not a look. Not That's a crazy. look. Um, but everybody kind of thought it was cool back then. You know what I mean? Like, and. Like I said, looking back now, like, so not cool. Like, so, like, fuck you. Like, I don't know. Um, so um, we started going down on, on vacations, and then we really started going, like, every Christmas vacation, Thanksgiving, spring break, summer. So I was spending a ton of time down there um, and learning Spanish. and But I speak, very, I, speak, I speak it like I speak English, but I speak it very street. People say, do you speak Spanish? And I say, no, I speak Mexican. Because I, I speak 100%, vete la verga, chinga tu madre. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I speak like how the waiters speak at home on Sunday when they're having a beer. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I didn't study it. I didn't, I just, that's just how, you, it's either you talk to your mom who's fucking high or you learn how to speak Spanish with the other kids like in town. Right. And so um, we were going down there constantly. So I started drinking um, because... You know, blonde hair, green eyes, huge tits at 12. I could get into any club down there. You know, my mom, we'd been going there for so long that she knew all the owners of all the clubs. So all the door guys knew who we were, you know, so we were like yeah, cutting line in. in. Fucking you're in. fucking these, in. These tits have gotten me in <laughs> paid, lots of places. Paid the way. <laughs> Worth the back hey, pain. Hey, thank you, girls. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, yeah, it was, um, so I started very young. Um, but then I'd go back to Washington and it was like normal, like, you know, go to school and like, yeah, what, so it's a, do the chores, yeah. Yeah. two <laughs> pep rallies, <laughs> let's play dishwasher. soccer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's really um, a mind fucking itself though. It was, it was different. It was, I lived completely different lives. It was, yeah. I was two completely different people, if not more, you know, tra trying to, cause like you you know, when you're 12, 13, 14, 15, you're trying to fit in. And now as adults, we all know, fuck that. Like, I hope I don't fit in. Like, yeah. go fuck yourself. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Where back then it's like, you know, oh, I don't have the, the cool pants that or whatever. Or yeah, the, right. The haircut. Or I had a mullet. Percent. Yeah. And so. <laughs> the mullet. Uh, fucking mullet. I the actually had, I had mullets multiple times in my life. So. I love this. Yeah. I had a frosty blonde one in like ninth grade. Sick. Ooh. With braces. Damn, so sick. So sick. Was, was it like teased out too? No, it was just um, super short on the top and like shaved on the sides. And so like the top of it was like 
frosted white. <laughs> and then the sides were like my natural, like mousy brown color. And then the back was kind of like, or- like orangish. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I was coloring I'm my hair myself. A, that's Joe nice. Dirt. Hey. Uh, yeah. 19, Dirt. Hey. 1984. Dirt. Per mullet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It was 1984. <laughs> <Hey> <laughs> um, so go. So going to Mexico was like a completely different. Like I was an adult there again. So every time I was with my mom, I was an adult. And then I'd go up to Washington, and I was a kid, and got to be a kid. And kind mm-hmm. of with the experiences that I had, I couldn't fully be a kid up mm-hmm. there because I just didn't. I did not fit in. Like, I just did not fit in. And, um, and like, you'd say, you know, like, something would slip out. Like, oh, oh yeah, I smoked weed at six. Like, yeah. And they're like, what? Like, it was, I was like. <laughs> I, did acid. I did acid at three. Oh, yeah. well, I, I mean, what I meant to say was. Uh, <laughs> so ignore I was, that. I was, like, I was like the creepy kid. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, it, it was, it was hard. And, um, so I really learned to be like a chameleon mm. and, um, blend in and, and as best I could. And, but struggling like that black cloud above my head followed me around wherever I went, there mm. I was. And so the depression, you know, back then they called us, um, kids today. They're called ADHD. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like we were just called kids. Yeah. Um, oh, they're just being a kid. Yeah, she talks too much in class. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, yeah. Smack her, you know? <laughs> yeah. uh, leave her at home for four days. <laughs> um, and so we were going down to Mexico all the time. And then um, I went back to Washington, did like seventh, eighth, ninth mm. grade, um, and then got got presented with the option to go to boarding school for 10th grade because my parents, my dad and my stepmom, my mom were divorcing oh. and they knew they were divorcing and they knew that I would, cause I was so sensitive. And so, you know, I come from so much chaos that like chaos on top of chaos was just, they knew I was going to take it probably the hardest being the wow. middle kid mm. and being through what I'd been through. And those were my parents. And so um, my brother went away to his first year at Washington State University, and um, I got sent to presented with the option to go because <laughs> <laughs> um, they they weren't like you have to go, but they were like, look at this cool opportunity. Yeah. Man, <laughs> I wish I could have gone there as a kid. <laughs> yeah. God, dog. And so I got sent to Utah for a Fuck. year. What part? Um, it was this tiny, tiny town called Mount Pleasant, and it was a very, uh, ti- very small town. Mm. Very small town, and back then, uh, it well, you had to be eighteen to drink. So the seniors, most of them were eighteen, so right. they could just go in the liquor store and buy us uh, buy us booze and stuff. Perfect. Yeah, it was That's awesome. Um, and so, um, this isn't yeah. a Mormon boarding school. Um, no, most of the people that went there were, and everyone that worked there was, but um, no, it was like a Presbyterian kind of thing, and you were supposed to go to church once a week. I didn't go one single time, um, <laughs> and I learned how to smoke cigarettes. Nice. And um, I drank a fifth of Jack there because nice. one of the seniors got it for me, so I thought it'd be cool. And uh, I could show you. So so fucking cool. I've done acid at three did, yes. pussies. Did you or not puke? <laughs> but can you roll joints yeah. at seven? Yeah. Um, no, I did not puke. Impressive. I got, I got caught, and I got suspended for a week. Um, so they made you stay in your room? No, they sent me home. I had to fly back. My dad had to fly me back to Seattle. For a week? For oh. one week. Oh, wow. I know. And so um, I didn't get in trouble or anything. Uh, I never really had rules. No one really ever was like, be home at this time. Like, mm-hmm. or 
don't do that. <laughs> I don't, know. don't break yeah. the law. Yeah. Just say no. <laughs> Just say no. And I think because I'd been so much through so much as a kid that like I was actually a really pretty well behaved, even though like I dropped out of high school and like all that stuff. Like I was, I was pretty well behaved. Like I didn't need to stay out till five in the morning. And so I had the house in Washington. I had the house that like all my friends would spend the night at because they had super strict. If you don't get all A's, you're grounded, like kind of parents. And I never had that. So <laughs> they were like, whatever. Like, so you serve your, they were gift. like, you do you Tiff. Yeah. <laughs> just, hey man, I was like, just right be on. chill. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's no such thing as like, get home at the street lights. It was like, just get no. home, you know, whatever. <laughs> just don't burn the house down. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hey, you just be chill. I like that. <laughs> just, just chill out Tiff. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you serve your year. I served my year. I did not get asked back <laughs> because I got straight Fs because um, I didn't give two fucks. Right. I did not give two fucks because no, I, that was never instilled in me. No one ever, not until I, when I moved to Washington in the middle of fifth grade um, up there with them, it was like homework time and stuff, but I didn't really put any effort into, I've really half-assed everything that I did. Because I had this victim brain my whole life of, well, if you only knew yeah. what I'd been through. And it, it, and it's valid. I had been through a lot, but um, I really took that to the limit and pushed it as far as I possibly fucking could. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'll just drop yeah. out. And so I never finished anything. So, like, school, um, that's a whole nother story of... My, when I was young, so my mom's family comes from a shit ton of money. And I, I don't typically talk about that because it's really nobody's business. And I don't want people thinking like, oh, this bitch or, you know what I mean, or whatever. I well, whether it, or not you do have that, yeah. they're going to fucking think that anyway. I know. They're going to have something. That everyone's always got something to say. I know. I drive a fucking 2022 Bentley. <laughs> Fuck around and find out. <laughs> <Yeah>. Listen. <laughs> yeah. No, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I drive a 2019 Ford Fusion and motherfuckers still got something to say. Know. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy. And mind your fucking business. Yeah. How about that? And how about let's just all be happy for each yeah. other. Did I like, slight you in no, some way? I no. know, right? Like bitch, I, I paid for your Denny's. I know. Shut the bitch, fuck up. No. Those all those COVID checks you guys got, you're welcome. <laughs> motherfuckers. You're welcome. I didn't get one. Yeah. Um, so and none of that has anything to do with me. Like obviously I was just born into this crazy addict alcoholic family and you know what was left is what you know came our my sisters you know when our mom passed it's what came our way out of pure luck blood or like, blood yeah just born right. and um i'm grateful and and all that stuff but i was promised a lot of things all growing up um and my mom would say things like, wait till your grandfather dies. Just wait for your grandfather to die. Fuck. Like my whole life. Just yeah. wait. Just wait. He's stingy and this and that and whatever, whatever. And so I didn't give two fucks about school because I was going to be Paris motherfucking Hilton. <laughs> you know what I mean? Traveling yeah. in private jets and living. <laughs> yeah. This like. That was a picture that was painted. Absolutely. 100%. So I was like, I don't fucking need math 101. Like I don't mm. give two fucks about algebra <laughs> how fucking accountants do you know what I mean? yeah, like, right, right, right. like and i'm like 15 so like i don't know you know what i mean like you just you tend to your parents tell you something and you're like cool and you believe them yeah and then my grandfather died and that didn't happen for me it happened for my mom and my younger sisters 
but my mom chose to not include me in on it. Wow. So I was treated very different. Oof. Very different. They traveled the world, stayed in the nicest hotels, the, the shit of the shit of this, a mansion in La Jolla, and and I just wasn't included in that. So I've worked since I was 15. I've worked my fucking ass off working in wet restaurants shoes. with wet shoes. <laughs> because when you work in kitchens, your shoes are, your feet are fucking always wet. Always. And so yeah. I like to tell Rafa that they, they came over and did food prep a couple of weeks ago. And I made the grill marks on the chicken. And I was like, the next day, like, my arm was sore. My back was sore. My feet were sore. <laughs> and I was like, I worked a 10-hour shift yesterday. <laughs> I've been retired for 13 years. My arm's killing me and my tongue thumb. And my feet were wet. Like, just bullshit. Because um, I like Samar's to- over there <laughs> dying laughing. Because I'm... my thumb hurt for like weeks um from those tongs um but it's a tough job like if you've ever worked especially in the kitchen like front of the house is probably skate yeah i grew up working so one of my uncles did construction the other one worked in kitchen so i would work digging trenches at 16 and then I'd go work with Uncle Mike at Thumpers, yeah. washing his dishes and making sure he would throw pans at. I, it was yeah. he was a drunk from fucking Philadelphia. Yeah. So you, it had, was a, you had wet shoes. Oh, oh yes, oh yeah, Fo oh yes. Show. I was dish boy and sous chef. Yes. It was a bitch. It's it's yeah. tough, tough physical, mental, tough work, and always being the only chick in the kitchen. Uh, dudes don't really love having a chick as a boss. No, in a you know dude run business basically and so i you know you get tough skin and so i I mean i'm grateful today for that tough skin because i don't give two fucks (laughs) what people's opinion is of me today because i've done all that work in recovery i think that's like that's like a big thing like like i have i've been working in the kitchen for like eight years so it's like i hear anything like somebody says i was like whatever dude (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's you like your you. your like your skin's like I don't know, like I'm not not as sensitive as like no, a lot of other people. I feel like I'm more like a dude yeah. that way, just because <laughs> right. you know most girls are sensitive, and uh, I, I'm still sensitive, but not right. in that fact. Like I got big ass tits. People people's gaze goes down whether I'm wearing a fucking turtleneck or whatever, <laughs> and I'm used to that now from being uh-huh. around so many dudes all the time that it's like, yeah, they're they're called tits. Yeah, you actually, they're there. You're sometimes men have bigger tits than I do, and you know why'd I mean? you fucking point at me? Why the <laughs> fuck did was, you point I was at me? Checking your tits underneath your. <laughs> they're fucking great, okay. <laughs> I was checking and there's some muscle there, okay. All right. I was out your tits under She's your tank straight. Top. Listen, point it right at Graf. <laughs> Get the oh, fuck out of here, Let's Tiff. What the fuck? Go. Mine are definitely bigger. <laughs> I'm at it. Fuck it. There's a little muscle I under there. Fuck y'all. Just ran through yeah, yeah, that was bucket. like just. <laughs> hey, you know what? You'll see. Go ahead and put do a push up, homie. All right. Let me see. Oh god. I want to see this. Uh, I uh, by the way. Not a. No, but on your I, feet, not on your knees. I still okay? not a girl push up. Yeah, no, I still have a Listen, few. I'm about 35 pounds away from fucking peak. Hey, hold on. Let I'm me ready. get this real quick just to prove. Well, hey, I said, hold on, son. Two, oh, just for the love of the game. Three. <laughs> Four, All right, five, dude. 
six. Right, he's kind of. He's struggling. He's struggling. <laughs> yeah, he's struggling. Oh, he's on his knees. God for, damn it. Poros don't count. Poros don't count. That's such a. My tits would hit the ground before. Then you have a. Then it's bouncing right back up. <laughs> That's such a dude thing to do, too. Well, he, oh, yeah? He, I got tits? Check this out. Yeah. No, he, he, he owes us push ups because he lost a bet. Oh, so yeah, on, on, on call, on call at any time. Oh, I have to say, go ahead and drop a push up or two, like in line at the burrito shop or no, on stage doing on emo, stage night. emo night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That I was literally out there on the mic and I just look over and he said, Hey, go ahead and give me one. <laughs> I'm in front of like 1,200 people, yeah. and they're like cheering me on doing a push up. They have no idea, but <laughs> I did. This guy's weird. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. That's Ooh, awesome. I'm not out of breath or anything. <laughs> I also want to mention that okay. you said that I say fuck a lot. I've heard you drop fuck quite I'm a, a bit. I'm no, a, no, she's a fucker. That's the first thing fuck, fuck, Dustin, fuck. Dustin yeah. said when he called me to see if I'd come on. I was like, can I, am I allowed to swear? Fuck yeah. He was like, fuck yeah. I was like, then I'm fucking down. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah. I am not the, the mom that you want to take to like parent teacher conference. Yeah. Because I don't give two fucks. <laughs> oh, no, I do, though. But I can't. But I was then, such an awful kid. Be like, oh, really? Well, check this out. My mom's coming. And she's going to fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. Tiff's going to be here in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Best of luck, Pleather. I will cut all of your throats with forks. I'm sorry. Yeah. What, did you, what did you say about Sydney? She was great. Yeah, Literally. no, that's what I was thinking. Keep my kid's name out of your fucking mouth. Fucking mouth. And we'll be cool. Everything will be cool. Um... I don't know where we were at. We were talking about tits, or I was talking about tits. <laughs> you, I like would, to talk about tits. How you mad? Wet shoes. Uh, wet you, shoes in the kitchen. Wet shoes in the kitchen. So skin. When did you meet? Um, when did you meet your first husband? Okay, um, I met him. So we. I dropped out of high school because I just you know. Yeah, you're I gonna knew. be rich, and famous. <laughs> well, I was gonna be Paris fucking Hilton. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Hilton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck her. Um, <laughs> Little bitch. Bitch. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that family? Um, my mom knew her dad. Okay. Because. Hotels. Yeah, because they were <laughs> Electro was partying. Well, and my family is also was also was also hotels. Okay. So yeah. One particular hotel. Right. Um, and so um our I guess my grandparents and like her grandparents knew each other. Got it. So mm. fuck them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, because they still have their hotel and we don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> For all their hotels. Yeah, yeah right, we right, right. But we had the best one. So Hey yo. Um so, um, drop out. Oh, Mel. So I dropped out of high school, moved to Mexico. Um, oh, what the fuck? No, my, my mom was in Puerto Vallarta. So I dropped out cause I really long, always longed for that relationship with her, mm. um, that I was never able to achieve. Um, and so I had a killer stepmom, which is so ironic because it's the same situation that my son Vic is in. Um, me being, his tech, I mean, he didn't come out of me, but I'm technically he's, he's his, your son. he's, yeah, I'm yeah. on his birth certificate now, but like, you know, kind of like that, but I'm not his bio mom. Like no matter what <coughs> happens, like for me, Kathy was an amazing mom, loved me as if I was her own, mm -hmm. but she wasn't my mom. Mm. I can't explain it. I don't know why she definitely fulfilled that role for me and, and everything. But like, I just wanted Electra to love me and that I was enough, and it just was never, I didn't realize that it was never going to happen until she passed. Um, so 
Sorry, backtrack. Um, dropped out of high school, moved down to Puerto Vallarta, um, and my mom, I have a sister that is one year older than Sydney. So my mom was pregnant with my youngest sister, Tallulah, and um, I was, l- l- this is literally how it happened. I was walking down the street eating an ice cream cone from McDonald's. I was 22. I lived in New York for two years right before that, too. Um, I went to be a nanny in New York, and... That's, yeah. That Fucking happens. wild. Yeah, that was crazy, crazy town, too. <laughs> uh, that's a whole other story. Um, and then, um, so I moved down there, and um, I was literally walking down the street with a friend, and this dude um, who looked just like George Michael. Oh. The singer from but from with, back then. Yeah. With the big earrings. Wham. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, comes out and goes, hey. I was like, what's up? Like, attitude. <laughs> and straight out the gate, attitude. And, and he goes, I'm going to marry you someday. And I said, if I had an, in Spanish, I said, if I had a nickel for every time I heard that, which I'd never heard it before, but, yeah, yeah. but I still said it. Let me, what's um, it sound like in Spanish? Si tuviera un, un cinco pesos cada vez que me dijeron eso. Mm-hmm. Porque me decían eso. And she's with the if shits, I, dude. She if I had really a nickel for every time I heard that, I'd be rich? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, no one had ever said it to me. And here we are, back at it again, because something fucked up. But we were talking about, no one had ever said that to you, which was, if I had a nickel for every time I heard it. Yeah. Nobody will even notice. <laughs> Don't that. I hope not. <laughs> but yeah, so we had a fucking massive failure. Some Rafa shifted in his seat a little bit and it killed the board. You know what happened was yeah, uh-huh. Crocs scared the fuck and out of Here you go doing it again. He's doing it again. <laughs> hey, you know what, dog? Just scoot over next to Tiff here. Come over here. Yeah, come over here. Move the fucking mic. That a boy, cowboy. All right. There we go. So, so George Michael, right so George eyes. Michael, so he uh, said, uh, he said, I'm gonna marry you someday. You two don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sorry, oh, who's the guest? Um, so George he, Michael, George Michael said that to me, and I laughed and thought it was hilarious, but he was so cute. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I kept walking, didn't think about it. I had just gotten hired on to do like this timeshare thing earlier that day, and then went into work the next day, and he was in the office where I was going to work. Oh, wow. This dude. And so um, he was very cute back then. And um, literally <laughs> had. Tense. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> Shots but look how beautiful my children are. Hey, so it's from me. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, yeah. I have good genes. <laughs> um, Just not dark hair. <laughs> no. And so um, um, we started working together, like, you know, we, we like, introduced ourselves, and then um, we became friends, and then he said, hey, by the way, I'm married, and I was like, that's cool, like, mm. that's, that's a, oh, well. All right, <laughs> fuck it. That's cool, George Michael, just keep <laughs> it moving. Yeah. Um, and we just became really good friends, and we were hanging out, and it was cool, like, whatever, like, I wasn't, I wasn't, um. Pull that mic in. Just I was cool no, with, um. What? Move it just close move to your it. face. You can lean back and just pull the mic close. Oh, sorry. There you go. Yeah, it's weird. Check this out. Hey, yo. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> um, and so um, we became good friends, and then I rolled a blunt, and he came over. We smoked a blunt and fucking went at it. <laughs> and then she caught us. And um, uh, At your house? Yeah. She came at like 6 in the morning banging on my door. Oh, crazy uh, Screaming. She was from New Jersey. Oh, really? yeah. White girl from New Jersey. And oh, so uh, you got a type, huh? <laughs> uh, apparently. And um, oh, no. and she was screaming and wanted to, like, kick the shit out of me. And um, 
he was like, no, no, I love her. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, the fuck out Homie. of here. <laughs> you should go home with your wife. <laughs> yeah, you got to go. <laughs> yeah. And then actually that was uh, April 27th. Um, what's today? April 27th? It is. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. April 27th, and then we were together for 17 years. April 27th of what? Oh, wow. Oh, God. Let me think. 17 years ago. 19. No. No, 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 no. no. 27. Sydney's 27, so 28 years ago. She was born in 94. I was 92. 92. I was 22. He was 21. I know. Damn. I know. Where were you, Dustin? In what year? 92. April. Um, I was 13. Well, I where were you April 27th of 1990? I, like I was getting ready for my <laughs> second pro- birthday. I was, probably in, I was probably in my bedroom hating my life, too. <laughs> <laughs> Rafa, where were we're you? Different. How old were you? Seven, eight? I was seven. Are you half? No. I'm. A, Dustin's only four years older than me. Yeah, so if he was 13, you would have been eight. No. You'd have been nine. 92? I was born in 85. I was 15. All right, guys. Well, you guys try to figure right. out math. Yeah. We're going to keep going here. Go ahead. Tim. Anyways, I was in ninth grade when you were born. That's cool. <laughs> I could be your mom. I was born. I was born in eighty one. You were born in what? Eighty four. Eighty five. Eighty five. Same year as my sister. Like, yeah, you're like four years older. That's like cute. <laughs> um. So yeah, we stayed together. Got pregnant. We moved to Cabo. We moved a lot. Also, um, got pregnant with Sid. I got pregnant the first time. And lost that baby. We were very upset. And then um, the very first time we had sex after losing that baby, I got pregnant with Sid. So had I not lost that baby, I'd have some creepy, weird daughter (laughs) and not Sydney, (laughs) (laughs) probably. Um, And so got Sid and then moved to Seattle, then moved back, moved to San Fernando Valley for a minute, then moved back to Puerto Vallarta. Sorry, back to Cabo, where I got pregnant with Sebastian and he was born in Cabo. So Sydney was born in Puerto Vallarta. And Sebastian was born in Cabo San Lucas. Damn. I wanted them to have dual. I wanted them to have the option to work both places because it's called born abroad. So an American having a baby in a different country gives that baby automatic American citizenship. And then being born in whatever country it is gives them, obviously, their birth certificate. So they're dual. So that's um, wild. That's pretty dope. Yeah, it's. I wanted them to have that option of because it was very hard for me to work there, um, being American in Mexico. I couldn't work, and their dad was very. Um, he was a pathological liar um, and a thief, and I thought it was cute in the beginning. <laughs> 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 um, and um, and um, but very. Um, I don't know the word in English. Nobly. Like, um, noble. Is that what it is? Yeah. Noble, which is spelled exactly the same. That's cool. Yeah. Um, like, he would have very protective, very, um, he was a fabulous dad. Loved being a dad. Loved Sydney more than I've ever seen any man love their daughter. Um, it was incredible. They had a super tight bond. And, um, and then Sebastian born with ADHD, um, it was me and him because he needed constant, um, like at the schools, like that he got diagnosed in kindergarten and then tested. Um, and they, we immediately went into medication, which was the dumbest thing 
not the dumbest thing. I've probably done dumber things, but like one of the dumbest <laughs> things. It's because I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't like. I had Sid, who was like a completely. Um, Mm-hmm. Right, I know. I'm trying. You know, I'm trying. There, I know. I'm trying to think of. I mean, it's nothing. I don't. You know, here's the thing: is I am so fucking brutally honest about every aspect of my life that I've anything that I say here or anywhere I've said in front of whoever it is mm. that I'm talking about. Yeah. So if you've been an asshole to me, trust and believe I've told you that you're a fucking asshole. If you, if you know, my kids know especially now they're adults, they're 27 and 24 years old. Like they, they, they know what's up. Like when you grow up with a parent that sucks, you know, your parent sucks. Like, it's not like you're like, Oh, he's the best dad. He's a fucking pathological liar. And so it was me and Sid, it was me and Nicho. Sorry, Sebastian. We call him, his family name is Nicho. Um, people are think he's two different people <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's just what we've called him since he was born. His middle name is Dionisio and Nicho is the short for that. Oh. Cause I hate sea bass. All right. I'll never call him that again. <laughs> I hate sea bass. It's I hate a- Sebi. I think that's all cause his name Sebastian is such a beautiful name wow. that Sebi the fuck out of here. Wow. Sebastian. The way you just the, fuck the way that? you just said his name is really Sebastian. pretty. Yeah, I was so like, his wow. name is Sebastian Dionisio Ruby. Okay, oh my God. all right. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> and so just turned it on there too. Spanish, <laughs> Spanish sex, Spanish like um, soap opera, name. right? Shit. Well, oh, yeah. Sydney Mexicans can't say S Y D N E Y, so her grandparents called her Sigony. Oh no. Or San oh, Sanday. I'm oh, like no. no. So <laughs> Nijo had to have a sorry. Sebastian had to have a bilingual name. Got it. So we got like the ultimate bilingual yeah. name. Yeah. Um, Nailed and it. So I just, I love that name. Anyway, so. I'm calling Sab- Sebastian for now on. Do it. Yeah. Do it. It's done. Do it. Every yeah. time I see him. Sebastian. Sebastian was I mean, I can't pronounce it that way, but you I can, mean, you hey. Can. We'll Sebastian. Hey, Sebastian. Day. We'll practice. We'll practice. Sebastian. <laughs> I just didn't want him being known as those names like all through school and that sticking with him forever. I. Well, that's not, funny though. He he goes by that though. I, I worked with him. I know. On his apron, it said sea bass. It did not. I swear it did. To God. I swear to God, I wish you would have told me because I would have come yeah. in there and I would have ripped it off him and burned it to the <laughs> yeah, ground. Yeah. It's in his Instagram. That's his. I know. Yeah. Sebas Chin. Chin. Sebas yeah. Chin. I can never find him when I try to tag him in things because I'm like, I forget what his name is on there. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> He's called Neck Tattoo in my phone because he <laughs> called he Facetime me mid Neck Tattoo. And I was so fucking mad because I thought we had an agreement of no neck tattoos. And he's a wild spirit. He is. He's he's not like the others. Um, So he was such a handful and stuff that um, he needed constant guidance in school and whatever. And so I was like his advocate and um, the medications and taking like that kid was on every fucking ADHD medication that exists. And, um, because I didn't know what I didn't know shit about shit. I read all the books. I didn't, you know, Adderall, Stratera, Vivance, all of it. Concerta. Concerta. Um, there Love was a all. few that like are only available in Mexico. So when we moved to Mexico, we tried those and I would read blogs about people talking about, Oh my God, my kid took this medication and he's like a fucking, like he's, it's amazing. It's the greatest yeah. experience of my life. And I was like, well, I, we want that. <laughs> like, yeah. My kids, that. yeah, my kids struggling and, um, and it, we just never found it. And so being on the highest doses that they give like grown ass men right. on this tiny little skinny 
seven-year-old was fucking heartbreaking. And he was like a zombie with black circles around his eyes and not eating and not sleeping and struggling and severely bullied. And so I became a lunch lady at his school and I became the uh, playground monitor at his school <laughs> because I will cut a kid <laughs> if I need to. I will Spartan um, kick you, you little so bitch. And so I do like the eyeball glare. Like <laughs> I felt that. Like, I felt like, that. I'll fucking kill you. I will you. fucking, you come near my kid again. And like, yeah. I will fuck you up. I don't give two fucks that you're six. Yeah. <laughs> like, you you obviously don't know fights. me. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was me and him. And so Sydney and their dad, Mel, was they were very close. Um, you know, they played soccer every day. Like, like they just had a lot in common. And um, it was me and Sebastian. And so, um, let's see. We moved to Mexico. Uh, back and forth, back and forth, all over the place. San Fernando, San, San Fernando Valley, like I said, and then Cabo, and then back to Washington, and just constantly moving. My kids never had any stability. They never had any, um, uh, I guess, just stability. They didn't have, like, they were never sure of where we were going to be because the next place was always going to be better. Mm. But... I didn't realize that wherever you go, there you are. Mm. And that Mel and I were going to get along better. And he was going to stop lying and stealing and whatever. If we just moved to Miami. So we moved to Miami for three years. And then went back to Washington for three years. And then went back to Puerto Vallarta. And um, my mom started using again. Um, she started getting a lot of, when she first got like her money, she started getting a ton of plastic surgery. And I think that the pills and stuff and like the pain pills just kind of like, brought back like it does for so many of us mm -hmm. brought back the addiction and um the feeling the feeling yeah. and being checked out and having all this money and not like kind of like it's confusing the dead our disease goes i'm yeah, here yeah, hello hey. not not motherfucker <laughs> yeah guess yeah. what i'm all dressed you just, up yeah, you just <laughs> my ass up what's yeah. happening homie yeah, yeah. doing push-ups yeah. in the parking lot like v-graph yeah um, hey, yo. <laughs> and so um i th i believe it was that and then you know for heroin addicts like the you know i never had i shouldn't say the privilege that's, that sounds horrible i never tried heroin so thank god because i would definitely not be alive there's no way i'm that kind of addict um i'm my mother's daughter and um so i stayed i stayed clean not necessarily clean but like i just didn't use my husband was smoking weed constantly and it was such a turnoff um that he was lazy um, I don't, I, I don't dig lazy dudes. That's so fucking unattractive to me. Um, and he was lazy our entire marriage, <laughs> but you know, when you're young and you get married and you, you think like, you know, I come from so many divorces, both parents divorced, divorced three times with kids and all this stuff. And I was like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Like I'll never put my kids through that. And then, and then at like 15, or 14, Sydney one day looked at me and goes, what the fuck are you doing? Ugh, brutal, Sid. So brutal. And I, she's so much smarter than me anyway. Like, it's incredible. She blows my mind. Mm -hmm. um, and I looked at her like, you're right. What am I doing? <laughs> like, yeah. like, so fucking smart. And um, they were sick of us fighting. And they, they saw that. I became a grown-up at 38. I, I was 38 when, you know, we stayed married 17 years. And he kind of stayed 21. And when your own children go, 
hey, snap the fuck up out of it. You got to kind of take a look at that. Mm. So I'm the kind of person that when I'm made aware of something, I can't just ignore it. I can't, I don't, I hyper-focus on it. I, um, I have to change it or do something about it. So, so we moved to Puerto blah, blah, blah. We moved mm-hmm. all over the place. Moved to Puerto Vallarta when that happened. Sydney was uh, 14. Sebastian was 11. Sebastian was mid-fifth grade. Um, and we got down there, and um, they don't deal well with ADHD kids down there. Um, they're just called kids. Mm. And um, they didn't speak a word of Spanish. Neither one of my kids did. And I moved them down there because my mom was using so badly that my younger sisters called on Christmas Eve and said, how come you're not here? And it broke my heart. And um, so we moved from Washington to Puerto Vallarta. And then um, I, we got the ki- I got the kids in school, barely, kind of not really. And I was cool for like the first six months. My mom was doing a ton of coke and um, didn't have any veins left from doing so much heroin and stuff in the late 70s that um, – she was like slamming, like trying to find veins in her legs, I oh. guess, and was like trying to missing and blood squirting everywhere. And my younger sisters at the time were like in junior high and high school and they were finding her. Mm. And so they were starting to live like that same through the same stuff that I was living through. But my mom had a ton of money now. And so she was like throwing money at them. Like, here's a car. Here's a this. Here's a that. Let's live mm. in nice places. Let's, you know, like, oh, you want to study in Barcelona? Here. Here's <coughs> a bunch of money to go do that and right. live your best life. Um, and so they called me Christmas Eve and said, we're like, all my, everyone calls me Titi. Um, my, all my sisters, all my siblings, um, all their friends, everybody calls me Titi. And so, you know, to get a phone call of, um, TT, how come you're not here cooking us Christmas dinner? Mom's in the bathroom. Like, mm-hmm. ripped my fucking heart out. And um, I'd always been a really good example for my younger siblings because I worked and was in a marriage that even though it wasn't um, ideal, he never worked. Um, it wasn't ideal. I worked and took care of our family and supported a family of four. Um which was a whole nother stressful food bank, you know, barely skating by. Um, our treat was maybe going to like Chipotle. I'd be like, fuck it. We're going to fucking Chipotle. <laughs> we're living it up. Um, while my mom and siblings or sisters were in La Jolla, you know, living in a mansion with live-in housekeepers and, you know, it is what it is. Mm, yeah. um, and... Um, and so we were in, moved back down to Mexico. I was like, absolutely, I'm coming. Um, moved there within like two weeks with Sydney and Sebastian, got them in school. And then within, um, I'd been asking my mom for like almost our entire marriage, how do you know when it's when? Like mm. when is when is it, when do you know it's over? Like when is like a light going to come down on me or a lightning mm. bolt? strike me in the head and be like, you're, you're done. You're done. You're good. Um, we were also kind of stuck because who was going to watch the kids while I was at work. So I was definitely stuck, um, with him and he loved us absolutely 100% tremendously. He just was an addict and a pathological liar and a thief and would steal from my dad. Would my dad give him a job at the music store and he was like stealing like this equipment out the back door and blaming it on other people and like, wow. how fucking dare you? Like, uh, you know, 
it was over way before it was over. Um, so we moved down there and my mom was doing lines. Uh, she couldn't find veins um, and was trying to find veins, bleeding and had all these like scars all over her thighs of like divots, like, like, um, like chunks mm-hmm. out. Abscess. Is that what that is? It is abscess. I never had one because I only use clean needles. I'm a classy bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so. <laughs> no, tell me more. No, literally, literally. I only use brand new needles every time. Um, we'll get to that. And, um, and so she was doing lines and was like, come on, do a bump. She called them bumps because she's from yeah, the 80s. Sure. Um, or used in the 80s. Um, come on, just do a bump. And I was like, I'm cool, I'm cool. Because I remember I was never going to be like her. Mm. And my kids were always going to come first. And they were always going to know. And I was going to be the responsible one. And I was like the mom of the family. I'm the oldest sister by far. My I'm 52. Then my sister's 45. Then Tatiana's 32. And then Tallulah's 29. So like Damn. super spaced out. That's crazy. And then Sydney's 27. Wow. Yeah. So like my youngest. Fucking wow. Yeah. I also have a brother that's 27 on my dad's side with his third wife who's in active addiction currently. The, your brother is. Yes. My youngest brother. And my dad enables and, you know. Yeah. I'm like, maybe three out of your four kids are addicts. You should maybe take a look at that. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Have a look, dad. Have a look, dad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, go to, go to a meeting or I don't know. Yeah. He's like, that's not for me. I'm like. Okay. Oh, sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. We'll, let's we'll, just, see, we'll see you soon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's just stay on this path because it's working. Yeah. Um, so. Um, Do you take the first bump? Well, I got dengue fever. So I got bit by a mosquito in Puerto Vallarta and um, had a 100. I know it sounds impossible, but had a 111 degree fever. Damn. Um, and I was paralyzed from the neck down laying from in bed. a fucking spider. From no, a mosquito. A mosquito. Oh, mosquito. Fuck a, a off. sick mosquito. Yeah. A Oof. very sick mosquito. And so it hit me quick. It was like within four hours. I was down on the beach, like totally fine. And then the next thing I knew, I was laying in bed crying hysterically because I could move my face and head, but I couldn't move neck down. No way. It was bizarre. It was bizarre. So I'm, my brain is going, oh my God, you're never going to hug your kids again. You're never going to, oh my God, how are the kids going to eat? Because you can't cook and they can't cook because you've been cooking everything. Oh <laughs> like, man. It was just, it was nuts. And so yeah. uh, my mom's friend in quotes, the doctor came over and gave me a huge shot of morphine in the ass. And I jumped up off the bed and fell in love. Let's fucking go. Yes. (laughs) Party has started. Literally. Um, And then it was literally on and cracking from them. From then I went to got, I went to the hospital. They put me on a morphine drip. I was in fucking heaven. Um, They're just. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, no, in, in Mexico, there's no buttons. Yeah, they just yeah. keep coming in and jacking it in there. Um, yeah. And you can ask for whatever you want. And as long as you got the money. Yep, they'll give you anything Dude, you want. Dude, Mexico is insane. It's what, insane. I went When I went to, I was in shock. You go to any pharmacy Anywhere. and get anything you want. And I went in there just to fucking fuck around. Yeah. I was waiting on Elise who was shopping for something. And I went, like, let me go see. You know what I mean? If what no shit. Yeah, and so I'm just like, yeah. So, and the lady spoke perfect, perfect English. And yeah. I said, so what kind of pills do you have in here? And she's like, anything you want. I'm like, yeah, right. Oxycontin? She's like, pulls it up the counter <laughs> and sticks it. And I'm like, yeah. okay, time for me to go. At least do not go in the pharmacies. Yeah. I, yeah. Went, I went over yeah. there and said, I'm like, least, so, you uh, can get whatever you want. Where? She's like, yeah, dummy, it's Mexico. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm telling you. Uh, 
I'm telling you. Fuck, <laughs> fuck that when, mosquito. Does that shit still happen? Oh, yeah. yeah. Dengue uh, fever is super big absolutely. in like Africa. Malaria. Malaria. Is Malaria. Is Malaria. Is real, that shit. Yeah. Absolutely. Fuck. It's scary. Southeast Asia has it. Jesus. Okay, but in the 40, well, okay, I was 38. So in the 30 years I'd been going there, that's the first time that happened had happened to me. Mm. You know what I mean? So, and I've had, I, they love me because I don't have hep C. I don't have any of that stuff. Yeah. And so they fucking love me. <laughs> Mosquitoes just love me. Um, my mom and I would be sitting outside and she wouldn't have one on her because she had hep C and was obviously very sick also. Right. Um, and I'd be covered. Yeah. Ugh. They were like, mm, not this bitch. Got <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's get this good one right here. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> um, and so, um, so the morphine kind of like put me, I think, like brought my defenses down. Like, no, I'm not blaming anybody. I was a grown ass fucking woman. Mm-hmm. I was 38 years old. I knew better. I know better. I saw it. You know, my kids kind of still put it on my mom a little bit. Like, well, she turned you out. Yes. Um, yes and no. Like, I was still a grown ass woman. Like, mm. so um, I think my defenses were down. And then, and then at the time, my mom was slamming. Um, intramuscular uh buprenorphine so it's basically subutex from mm. what i understand suboxone yeah same thing yeah subutex sub same. suboxone are same thing are There's, they? yeah okay it's, it's, one, it's just one's a pill one's uh a tab yeah okay well in mexico it comes in glass vials oh god so she was doing that a lot of it um and um it's from what I understand, I'm not a very educated drug addict. Like, I, I really don't. Well, good thing we are. So let's I know, talk thank about you. it. I know, thank you. I learned so much in rehab. It was crazy. <laughs> like, the kids that came into rehab and detox with me, like, right. I learned so much that <laughs> I was like, what do you mean you stick a needle in a thing in your neck? <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. good thing I didn't know that. Yeah, shit will smack you. <laughs> do the fucking turkey baster, baby. <laughs> like, oh, shit. God. <laughs> God. Um, and so, um, oh, my God. So she was doing that. On top of also doing lines of coke because she couldn't slam in a vein because she didn't have any veins. So um, she was doing a shit ton of coke. And to me, it was normal because I grew up with her doing that. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't like bizarre to see huge bags of coke. Um, I mean, these bags were significantly smaller than the bags in the 70s. (laughs) Um, But, you know, it was a shit ton of coke. And... um, and I had done Coke. Absolutely. I mean, I had done, we did shrooms, acid, Coke, like. Uh, Fucked around, though. Really, basically everything but heroin, like, uh, and quaaludes. Um, and loots. Well, because I couldn't find them. <laughs> um, and so, um, you know, like average American partier, mm-hmm. like that much, you know. Yeah. Um, and so, which was still a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so. Um, she was slamming that stuff. And when I got released from the hospital on the morphine drip, um, I wanted more morphine. Like I was down, I was in, I was like hooked. It was like the addict in me, like fully full blown was just like, fuck. Yes, I'm in. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. And mom, get it into me faster. (laughs) And so she started intramuscular shooting me with that stuff because it's a painkiller basically Mm -hmm. what numbs you. It's a blocker. Yeah. And and so um, she started hitting me with that. So then I became absolutely 100% addicted to buprenorphine. And I was doing probably 25 of those vials 
um, minimum a day. Good God. So because those big needles were going into my butt every day, I started, I'm deathly afraid of needles. I have, I have tattoos, but I would have so many more if I wasn't so scared of needles. Mm -hmm. And so I became completely addicted to the needle. So then the little, the little tiny needles, I don't know. I don't know what things are called. 10 mils. Thank you. Um, I got hit in the hand on a vein by a doctor once um, with that buprenorphine and it was what I would assume heroin probably yeah. feels like. Well, that's what I was going to say to you. You you basically did heroin. Yeah. You're saying, that, oh, I've never done well, it. Well, I was doing clean you've heroin. Never, yeah, right. You've never street, done black street, tar yeah, heroin. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, I couldn't find it. But you, that's fucking heroin. 100%. <laughs> I, I was 100% addicted to it. Right. Um, And it, it came on real quick. So having unlimited funds, clean needles, unlimited scripts unlimited like no end no because every month more money would come <laughs> straight up <laughs> my mom I mean? was down to party is it, with you yeah. is it so weird she's like i ain't giving you none but yeah no we, we could party yeah, yeah. We, we got so, it so wow. the thing is the the crazy thing for me is that um as sick as it was i got to have a relationship with my mom yeah for the first 100%. time at 38 yeah. years old um and i reverted back to being like a, a five-year-old and I turned into her and mm. ignored Sydney and Sebastian for three and a half years. Mm. Sebastian was at home um, playing video games alone for three and a half years. Mm -hmm. No school. Mexico, they don't give two fucks if you go to school. Right, right. Had we been in this country, whole different story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I've, you know, they didn't get taken away from me because they don't. It was Mexico. It was Mexico. They're mm -hmm. not taking kids. They don't take kids away even if. Yeah, for any reason. Right. Um, but he was also 11. Um, so he missed um, all through junior high, what would have been middle school. Just sat at home playing video games. Mm. And then Sydney was um, kind of, you know, partying, doing her Mexico thing. Um, and I completely and totally ignored them 100% for three and a half Sydney years. Sydney was like how, 17, 16? She was 14, 15. She was 15 when I started using. I was full-blown, 100% in, out the gate. There was no, like, yeah, this is fun. Party. <laughs> never. Never. It yeah. went straight from absolutely nothing <laughs> to full force. Get me fucking high. Get me fucking high. Where the fuck? My hustle was, mom, let's get more. Like, God that's damn. my that's my hustle. People are like, oh, I did this, and I had to do yeah. that, and I had to steal airbags, yeah. and I had to... Rafa stole airbags um, and sold them and whatever, whatever. My hustle was, hey, mom, let's get more. She was like, LFG. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she was like, absolutely. It's fucking on and cracking. Yeah. yeah. And um, she got to have a drug partner. And so I would meet the dealer at the door because she didn't need to because she paid. Because yeah. the one with the money doesn't have to do anything. We call that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you fly, I buy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was meeting the dealers at the door because um, they delivered to us. Um, oh wow, tough gig. Tough gig. <laughs> I, I really suffered a lot. <laughs> and, and but she would get mad at me because she remember she also really deep down didn't really care for me. So she'd get on like a good one, and as long as I kept her very high, not kept her. As long as she, as long as she maintained her high. Yes, thank you. Because <laughs> I didn't keep 
anybody anything. I yeah. couldn't wasn't even keeping myself. Yeah. Um, and um, as long as she stayed high, um, she was cool. And like, here, take take my credit card. She'd like hand Sydney her Black American Express. And Sid's like, deuces. Like, <laughs> she's like at the fucking mall at the surf shop with her boyfriend, like buying everything in the store. Right. And like, she, you know, she never looked at like her, her bank stuff or she, you know. And then once in a while she'd look at it and get pissed. Like, who took my fucking credit card? And you'd be like, you gave it to us. And she's like, no, I didn't get the fuck out. And then she'd kick me out of her house and I'd have to go back to my own house that had no food, no, you know, because nobody, well, Sebastian was there. Oh. I know it's tough now. Um, that's why I keep buying him motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> that's why he's on his eighth Harley. <laughs> honey, honey, do you want a house? Okay, got it. <laughs> got it. <laughs> I look at it now. Well, now he's got all the things. Um, um, and so it was. It was just so on and cracking that like we were doing like usually <sighs> spending close to five thousand dollars a day. Good God! Yes. And that's Mexico prices. That was her limit on her debit card was five thousand a day. Good night. Yes. Yeah. It was So Coke. Just all, Coke. Just all the things. Uh, every pill that exists. Percodan, yeah. uh, Vicodin, Valium, like all over the place. Like mm. normal. Um, Can you imagine yeah, nice. just waking up every day as an addict? Be like, no, you got I don't. Five grand. Well, here's the thing. Hey, she was talking about this here. earlier. I'm like, my mouth is watering. <laughs> here's the thing: is, take is, a shit. is what do you mean waking up? Like, yeah, you right. have to sleep to wake up. Yeah, right, yeah. coming too. Yeah. 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 So we'd be up for like seven days at a time, like totally hallucinating. I overdosed. I I probably hmm. I'm gonna say seven times in those three years. So it was literally three and a half years. Holy crap. Started like that, ended with Sydney was 17, my mom and I using, uh, my sisters completely lost all respect, completely, like, you know what I mean? Like, I had no self-respect, no, just, I didn't really burn anyone because my hustle was let's get more, but um, I wasn't a role model anymore, and that was crushing, and that you know, going back and doing my amends and like, to, like to my dad, he's like, I love you. I'm so proud of you. And whatever. I'm like, first of all, it's not about you. It's about me. <laughs> and, um, I worried him. He was worried about me and I don't ever want to put that, you know what I mean? Uh, on, on it's a huge, huge burden, huge burden. Yeah. And my siblings and, um, your little sister and shit like, yeah, that. like Kids. my little sister is like really so looked at this up point to me. you and the husband are divorce okay so yeah so we moved down to mexico and then my mom actually offered she had these apartments and um she offered him we offered him to live in one of these apartments right down the street from the house that she bought me a house mm-hmm. and we um designed it and it was really cool and we were so fucked up <laughs> and then, like choosing tiles for the bathrooms <laughs> like so fucked up doing that yeah. like like slamming in home walking around home depot like just like slamming like, <laughs> like oh my like, god like just so fucking balls to the wall like out of control so fast um and so we offered him this apartment down the street when sydney said what the fuck are you doing and um he like lost his shit and i don't know if it's because he couldn't handle life without us Or 
I can't say, like, I'm not the kind of person that's going to be like, he was so in love with me that, oh, you couldn't handle, like, you know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. like, he he didn't have his family anymore. Right. And that's heartbreaking. I've been there now. Mm-hmm. And that's, I can't imagine. And so he's actually been gone since then. Really? Yeah. So he's still alive? He's, as far as we okay, know, good, yeah. Good. He, I don't know where he is. He keeps a little bit in touch with Sid. Um, Sebastian hasn't spoken to him in about 10 years. Um, personal choice. Personal choice. And it's it's crazy because now that we're going to go into starting to plan his wedding, um, you know, as a mom, mm-hmm. that sucks. Yeah. Like that just, you know, but it's like he, he's an adult and he's like, fuck no, absolutely not. And I'm like, that sucks. Like that, because I know it's it hurts even though, you know, they pretend like it doesn't. I know it does because I've been there. I've had a parent not give two shits. Um, so, yeah, he split. He dipped. Mm. And so they were really literally alone. So I was in town um, in Puerto Vallarta, you know, but at my mom's house. And then she'd get mad and kick me out with no drugs, no nothing, not oh. a cent. Mm. Uh-huh. And so I'd be over at the house. And Sydney, we always had weed everywhere. But Sid, I would have Sid, like, would roll me blunts and stuff. And I'd try to make that work and it didn't at all <laughs> like, yeah. um and i wasn't eating i weighed like a buck 20 and a buck 20 does not look good on me <laughs> um i'm not like a buck 20 kind of girl i look like a skeleton with huge boobs <laughs> and um because those don't go anywhere no matter what <laughs> I weigh. and so um she said like fed me and like um yeah i called you the boob- dope sick i was dope sick but yeah, even she was a heroin addict. I yeah. The fuck? See we, that. we literally. No, I'm not that bad. The revelation is coming out. We're, we're yeah. here. Uh, you're, you're going away from this from podcast knowing you are a fucking don't, junkie. No, don't say that. I always said I wasn't. I was oh, like, no, I never are. did hear that. 100%. And you're a you very, are. you're like a diamond in the rough junkie. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I'm sorry, you're slamming submutex? Yeah. Get some. Yeah. yeah. Muscling um, it at that. Yeah, good night. I do have a big divot on my right ass cheek. Of course you do. From that. <laughs> yeah. And so, but I like to like show people my arms because I got nothing on my arms because it was a clean needle. However, muscling the subutex in my butt, I was going through my clothes. Like that's oh. that's how smart I was. Oh, you're oh. such a genius! So inside oh. a fucking store, like <laughs> hey mom, Home Depot. give me the fucking new rig. Literally, bam, literally. Ah, loaded. Literally with like the big thick ones, like third. Yeah, threes. We They're, call them threes. Yeah, the fucking ones that you use. Uh, it's a three gauge. The yeah. fucking yeah. steroids. I was like, gonna I say yeah. Oh, you, I don't like know. the I, big you ones. Do testosterone in your yeah. ass cheek like, like that. real thick? Yeah. Right? So I have a big divot in my right butt butt cheek that's just pure scar tissue and right. pieces of my clothing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're a savage, Tiff. Good God. <laughs> it moved real quick. So, um, so you're dope sick. Sid's so taking dope care sick. of you. I mean, that was three and a half years of that. And so, um, my how mom, long would they, how long would it go before mom would be like, Hey bitch, I need more. No, it, it was me going over there and like, like begging. begging yeah. Right, basically yeah. like, like where's the star? Like, Hey, hi, <laughs> yeah. I'm back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't hey. really mean that, did you? Yeah. Fuck. Um, hey, so you want to get high? I yeah. know. My whole life was that, though. Like, yeah. like trying to get her attention and trying to get, you know, like begging, like just begging, so desperate, mm. which is why I married the first dude that came, which is why, you know, I, I went. So after I left Mel or kicked Mel out or whatever, um, I lost my motherfucking mind. 
And, you know, I got married so young. And I <sighs> when I'm married, I'm the, like, most fucking faithful. Like, I don't look at other dudes. I don't. I just, I'd, I'll just go be with another dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's just not who I am. I'm not jealous. I'm not any of those things. I'm just, it is what it is. And if you're going to go fuck some chick, go fuck some chick and get the fuck out. Like, it's, it's for me, it's always kind of been that simple. And so um, I was taking surf lessons out in Punta de Mita, which is like a little beach town. What'd you just call me? (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know know much, but I know what you just said. (laughs) You just called me (laughs) Pinchy Bendejo? (laughs) (laughs) I love when Americans try to speak Spanish. (laughs) White guys. Um, Hold on God damn it. Yeah, and slow so, your roll real quick. So I started there. taking surf. I'm not a heroin addict. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, yeah, God. get the fuck <laughs> off. I never tried street heroin. <laughs> oh, ooh, never. Oh. I had a fancy heroin. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Rich girl heroin. Yeah. So um, so I, I, w- I, went, I was taking surf lessons out and ended up, after I left Mal, ended up hooking up with the 25-year-old surf instructor i weighed like 220 230 maybe right because i was so fucking miserable in my fucking marriage and we were so broke you know just eating mcdonald's and whatever's cheap yeah and um hamburger helper with those ground uh, turkey stroganoff chub- yeah hell yeah 99 cents um <laughs> and uh lived off those and um just misery and so I hooked up with this dude and, and like everybody was kind of like my family was kind of giving me a free pass. Cause like, I just got out of this marriage and like, Oh, she's just having fun out there. Like we'll give mom a break for a minute, you know? And then it turned into be like the most toxic relationship I've ever been in. Mm. Totally fell hard for this kid who was a severe alcoholic and all kinds of other issues. And, um, um, I don't know if you'd call it boyfriend and girlfriend cause it, Definitely, there was definitely no title, but like we were fucking hard, you know. You know? <laughs> FTF, yeah. And I hadn't been fucked so good for so long that, like, you know, sorry, sorry, kids. Yeah, um, they know the story. Ear, ear muffs. <laughs> I was gonna say, I know. It. Yeah. They Mommy's talking now, you pricks. Uh, <laughs> they, know, they saw it firsthand. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I can already I, see. God, God, <laughs> fucking Jesus. Yeah, right. just get ready for the text. I know. Yeah. Um, and so I, he's going to text us. Fuck you guys. What the <laughs> fuck? You allowed her to fucking <laughs> you cut her off, bro. Yeah. Sorry. Nah, keep it going. This is making gold. Radio. Yeah. So there I am getting dicked down <laughs> <Yeah>. proper life. <laughs> oh, Both my, my kids God. have heard me speak in meetings. So they, oh, know, they yeah. know what's up. Yeah. They know what's up. up. I'm, sorry, I'm, sorry. That, I'm not her anymore. So yeah. I don't know who that was. Yeah. All right. <laughs> she gone. Anyways. <laughs> Back to fucking surfer Billy Bob. Fucking get a dick down. This kid, yeah. And, um, you know, kids are fun to hook up with. (laughs) Not kids. (laughs) Young people, young adults are fun to hook up with for like a quick second. And then they need you to pay their rent. And they need like a cavity filled. And they need you to, you know, you're older than their mom. Your your mom. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so. um, Been there. Super (laughs) toxic, super toxic relationship. And then just kind of bounced around other surf guys for <laughs> after that um and then so just hard hard hardcore um i started slamming coke i would say the last year of my using because the needles were like the big needles were already out and around and so it was very easy for me to go into um the little tiny ones because mm. it was like i 
fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can What's do this three-inch needle. Like, why right. can't I do this fucking teeny tiny thing? Um, so I got hit in the hand by a doctor uh, by the with the buprenorphine stuff, and then um, it felt so fucking good. It was like that morphine drip again. Oh yeah, and <laughs> and um and I like sunk down into my seat, and then it was I was done. Mm-hmm. And so every anything that went into my body went in straight into my veins. I for some reason had this. I think from my mom having so many friends overdose and die from mixing like drugs or alcohol and pills yeah. or and seeing that so much that that scared me. So it didn't scare me though to fill one needle with buprenorphine and then another needle with coke and then do them right after another. No, oh, that's just silly. wow. <laughs> Don't mix them yeah, now. No, that's just silly. I know. Yeah. I Let know. it settle. Let it air out a bit. I was like, I don't want to overdose. So, yeah. <laughs> and I was literally doing that. I know it sounds crazy because it sounds crazy for me to say it. Like a slow day was a needle went in my arm 35 times a day. Like literally. Like, no, I, I mean, I believe it. So when we would come back from Mexico. Yeah. I mean, that would be the same thing until we used it all. Yeah. yeah. You had endless amounts. It was endless. Yeah. So it does. I mean, that's like yeah. a fucking. It was, to stay up for seven days was like, yeah, what? What's up? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So cool. dehydrated. My wa- my tongue was like chalk white all the oh, time. Oh, like yeah. just not cute. And I would close myself in my room um, or I'd be in my at my mom's house closed. Just the two of us. I never used with anyone else but my mom. Wow. Only. She didn't know I was slamming um, in the vein because I would go downstairs to one of the bathrooms. Right. Um, and she never really left. She was like kind of not bedridden. Like she chose to be bedridden. Right. Because everyone, you know, when you got money, like it's kind of like how I am now. <laughs> I don't leave the house. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> delivers everything. Mm-hmm. But like she, you know, was not taking care of herself or, or you know, it was just... I don't think you can be an addict, like a hard addict like that for that many years and think you're going to live forever. I was about to say, your mom has been through it. So she passed at 62. I'm 52. I feel 22. Right. I look fucking 19. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> there you go. Hey, yeah. I was like, fuck it. Fucking no dead, one's arguing dead, that. No one's dead, arguing that point. Yeah. Hey, I ain't going to say no. <laughs> yeah. You might stab me with a fucking fork. I yeah, will. fuck. I will. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I already said um, I had tits, so fuck So, <laughs> fuck so me, Sydney, so my mom and I had this bright idea to go to Costa Rica, and um, I was going to, in quotes, cut us back. Because, <laughs> yeah, because right. I was meeting the person at the door. Right. She was doing it before I got there. She was an addict before I was born. She'd been an addict my entire life. Yeah. Um, I... Learned everything that I knew from her. Um, everyone knew she was an addict. Like, it, it's not like it was like, what? Yeah. So we went to, we had this bright idea. We're going to Costa Rica. We're going to sign up for, like, the Billabong or the Quicksilver surf camp. Like, it's all, like, like you know, fancy, like, yoga. And not that <laughs> we ever did yoga, but, like, you know, it sounded good. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So I read the pamphlet. <laughs> I was in. Uh, looks so interesting. Yeah. Sydney and my mom and I jumped a flight. We went to Costa Rica, landed in San Jose, and got stuck kind of because my mom was coming down um, and got stuck at like an airport hotel. And then we ended up go- getting. I was so fucking high also at this time that it's not crystal clear like 
how things went down. Sid would probably remember better than I would because she wasn't using. And um, we ended up getting to Santa Teresa, Costa Rica, which is very far away from like the airport and stuff. And it's a ti- it was a tiny little surf town. And uh, we got stuck there because, uh, you know, you get off a plane and you know what's up. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I hooked us up within 10 minutes of fucking getting off that plane. Right. Um, and, um, and they don't have buprenorphine in Costa Rica. Oh. So we ran out quick. You know what they do have there? Morphine. Yep. Wow. So um, those same little vials of buprenorphine turned into morphine. Um, in Costa Rica, because we ran out. I had the, you know, the best Western hotel in Tamarindo. Shout out. Shout <laughs> out. Um, the house doctor come in, and we explained to him about the buprenorphine and whatever, whatever, and he gave her us morphine. And they come in, like, connected packs, and it was literally, like, a streamer long of, like, these, like, Little how, vials. How Jesus. many do you want? Like, that kind of thing. And I was like, sweet. So went down to the beach, hooked up with the Beach Boys because that's my th- that's my jam. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you know what happened then? <laughs> Anytime we ever traveled or went anywhere, my mom and I always shared a hotel room. Um, oh, thank God you said that. I thought I thought this was, was going for a second. Were you two? Yeah, we were you like, think? well, you you were doing your thing with the Beach Boys, oh, and then no. you're like, me and my mom, we like to share. Oh, and I'm no, like, she oh was shit, like buckle in, the fuck up. No, there. she <laughs> was like incapacitated yeah, and yeah. had a very severe hepsy. Wow. Um, so she looked pregnant, even though she'd had tummy tucks and right. like totally flat stomach. It still bulged out because, and she didn't want to do the, whatever it's called, the. Inferion. Yes. She didn't want to do it for some reason. I don't, I don't know what her deal was. And so. Um, it hurts like hell. Does it? I, I don't know from personal experience, but yeah. some people, it's like injecting hot lava into your body. Yeah, hot, that's Which what I, I feel like she too. was like doing that anyway. Like, right. you know what I mean? God knows what was in that needle. Um, and so um, we got, we made it, we ended up, we were supposed to go for two weeks. We ended up being there for six weeks. I left Sebastian at home alone. Mom of the year. Mm. That's why he keeps getting Harleys. Um, <laughs> Mom of the past. Yep. <laughs> so I'll just keep bringing that up. Babe, I'll get you another Harley if you need one. <laughs> um, <laughs> he knows I will. Um, I just got him one. And so, um, I hooked up what I thought was Coke. This is how naive I was. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I just thought it was bad Coke. Nice. And it was meth. Oh, Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Party time. I couldn't figure out why I was burning my nose so bad. I was, <laughs> Party time. I was like, Mom, this Coke is shit. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, she's like, it is shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, and we're like pushing it through strainers and like trying to grind it down. And it's just like fucking shards of glass. Yeah. And so I was burning that down in a spoon and I was slamming that. Yeah. Oh. Um, which I didn't realize that until I got to rehab. I just literally thought it was bad Coke. And everybody, all the kids in rehab were like, right. no, you were slamming yeah, that's like, how did you not know when you hit that? Like I'd never, that, I don't know anything about meth. I see. I didn't we understand. Never, we were too rich to do meth. That's crazy. Like, I didn't understand sorry. the hype on meth until I fucking slammed it. And I was like, oh, it all makes sense now. <laughs> oh, I, I get it now. I never it's got cheap. that. I never <laughs> got that. Really? It was horrible. You got shitty meth. Really? It was, it must no have been. No way. She's down in fucking Costa Rica. Costa Rica was that garbage. shit was probably. But they were charging me Coke prices. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, here's five grand. Yeah. And they're like, here's this 
two shards of glass. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, this is going to be good shit, Mom. See you tomorrow. <laughs> See you in 10 days. <laughs> when I can get another five grand out yeah, on right. the oh ATM. Um, and so... Fuck. So my mom started <coughs> acting very erratic. And, um, like, she was just, like... She was very erratic anyway. Um, but, like, looking back, she was, mm. like, wandering the halls of the hotel... And like I'd get up the next day, and because um, I, I didn't have coke, so it wasn't affecting me like I was used to it affecting me. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to sleep some whatever. Like right. I would stay up at night, but not like more than one night. I it was I was tired, and so Sydney and I would sleep, and uh, Mom would be up like full makeup on and like big like caftans like blowing in the wind. She was fucking high. She was fucking high as balls and walking up and down the hall of the hotel, like talking to people. And so I'd get up in the morning and Sid and I would go eat breakfast and they'd be like, "Uh, your mom was up last night really late. And I'd be like, Hmm. what was she doing? (laughs) I was like prepared. (laughs) Anything's possible. What happened? Well, where is she now? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, um, so that night I got myself my own hotel room for some reason. Not for some reason. I'm trying to fuck this dude. And okay. so I got my own hotel room because you can't really fuck in the room with your mom there. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, where's Sid? She got her own room? <laughs> no, she's in the fucking bathtub. Because <laughs> no, we flew out Sydney's boyfriend with more buprenorphine to load us back up. Oh, Christ. Really? He I hooped know. all that shit. Good man. <laughs> so, like, What's his boy? name? No, you Shout don't, out, no, buddy. No, <laughs> it's, it's vials from the pharmacy. Yeah, Nobody gets yeah. too and, fucked. You go through customs there. They're like, oh, cool. Yeah. Next. Yeah. You, right. come here. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, whoa, meth! <laughs> How dare you? We have our own here. <laughs> knock it off. <laughs> and so we went to. Um, I got my own room. I um, got my mom settled in her room. Turned the air conditioner on. It was hot as balls. Mm-hmm. Got her in her pajamas and like gave her her. She took a lot of like um, blood pressure and like Jeez. she she was taking like fucking forty five pills a day, just like blood pressure. Um, uh, hep C stuff, like, you know what I mean? Just like all the like Keep it heart medication. Yeah. Like she had all the things wrong. Mm. And so I went in to give her her night stuff. I took her bag of what I thought was Coke, her meth back <laughs> and, um, and said goodnight to her and went to go walk out the door. And she stood up off the bed and she was like, Hey, I was like, what's up? And she said, come here. She wasn't very touchy feely at all my whole life. Mm. Um, and, but once in a while, and she came back and like put her arms out to hug me and um she wrapped her arms around me and started crying my mom was not an emotional person and when she cried she was like it was like very ugly like mm. not appropriate cry- yeah. crying it was like a <laughs> yeah. like that kind of yeah. Thing. Yeah, you're yeah. like what the fuck's happening yeah are you stroking um, <laughs> now right now throwing <laughs> yeah. a tantrum are like you okay yeah <laughs> Dude, what yeah yeah and so um she was hugging me and she was like thank you for being my best friend Thank you for taking care of me. Thank you for wiping my ass. I I had I did a lot in those three and a half years for her, um, and um, we were together twenty four seven, except for when she'd kick me out um, and um, for a couple of days. And then um, she was crying, which was so bizarre. And um, I was like, Yeah, yeah, okay, I gotta go. Like, I got, I got, I need some dick. (laughs) Time, gots to go, mom. (laughs) And um, she just kept crying. It was the weirdest thing. And and I was like, Okay, cool. So in my family, on that side of my family, my sisters and I and my mom, we would we always say to each other, "I love you the mostest." 
And so sometimes I can post when I post things about my kids and stuff. I always say I love you the mostest. And um, it's just like a fan, you know, like inner secret, whatever, um, family secret. And um, so I started walking away from her and I was like, yeah, cool, cool. Okay. See you tomorrow. Like deuces. Mm -hmm. And I went over, reached for the door, put my hand on the door and she goes, you know, and I was like, fuck this bitch (laughs) turn around I'm like what and she's like I love you the mostest Mm. and I went I know and I walked out the door got some came back the next day at about two when I woke up to give my mom her morning hit to get her awake enough to eat something or drink water whatever and um I couldn't wake her up and she had passed Mm. in the night and um I was screaming um, swearing at her, wake the fuck up, you get the fuck up. Like, like yeah, it was so fucking surreal. And um, Sydney was standing behind me watching me. She oh, was my God. I had no idea about this. years old. And, um, and I turned around and looked at her. I remember looking at her. So remember, we flew her boyfriend out with more drugs for, <laughs> for us. And... Um, I want to say that it's been, we're coming up June 18th will be 10 years since that day. Um, I can talk about it now without getting hysterical Mm -hmm. or, or not that I don't cry, but I've talked about it and done so much fucking work on it that I can't, I'm able to talk about my mom and, and, and it's okay. Um, And so people kind of think like that I'm dry or being like, unfeeling you know what i mean or whatever and, and it's not yeah it's not that at all i'm crazy like over the top sensitive and empathetic and 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 everything but because i've done so much work on it that like it's it's all it's okay mm-hmm. and i know she's in a better place and then in the moment i didn't understand that i thought oh my god i'm fucked First of all, money's cut off. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> this so, is a wrap. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I just did our last, I, I have two hits of morphine left, and one was to wake her up because she could not physically get up yeah. unless she had it. And um, and the other one was for me for the day, and then I was going to go get us some more and more meth, apparently. <laughs> um, and so um, um, I was shaking her, shaking her, screaming. And then the next thing I know is I feel Sydney's boyfriend's hand on my shoulder. And I turned and looked at him and he said, he put his hand out to me, reached his hand out and said, come with me. Like, vente. Dame tu mano. Like, give me your hand and ben- let's, let's go. And I, I was completely in so much shock. Like, and it was pitch black in her hotel room and they were like little cabanas and then walking out the door past Sydney into the bright ass fucking Costa Rica sun and just being like blinded and just like, like just standing there like, what the fuck is happening? Wow. Um, somehow I don't, I don't know what happened. Someone call, obviously called the police. They came. Um, and I went over to where my room was, which was right around the corner and sat like on the chair outside. And, Mm. and the next thing I know is, uh, a cop is walking around the corner with my mom's Rolex in a bag and hands it to me in a little plastic bag. And I was like, like not comprehending. It doesn't hit you Mm -hmm. for a while. I get a phone call at the hotel lobby within literally 15 minutes. And it's 
one of my sisters, I'm not going to, mm-hmm. I probably will, but <laughs> <laughs> one of my sisters, yeah. I say hello, and she says, you killed our fucking mother. Oh, my God. I hang the phone up. I'm completely, like, in shock. Like, I'm and I'm high, and I'm tired, and I'm hungry, and I'm... You know what I mean? Like all the Distressed. things. Distressed. Distressed. Yeah, yeah. Fucking stressed. And um, she calls back and she set, calls back the hotel and they're like, obviously it's for you. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, hello. And she said, you bring me that fucking watch. Okay. <laughs> wow. Literally. I hung the phone up. This sister... Um, ended up doing the most. Sydney and I were stuck in Costa Rica, now having to go to funeral homes, the embassy, um, figuring out how to get my mom's body back to Mexico because she wanted to be buried in Puerto Vallarta. And Mexico said, no thanks, you She's not coming here. Like, no fucking way. We're good on the ODs. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it was, I was coming down. We Money cut off immediately. Once American Express finds out that you died, like your cards get cut off. Oh. Um, and trying to figure out how to get Sydney and I money. Cause I didn't have bank accounts. Like, it's not like I was not a productive member of society. Right. And, um, and so Sid really um, handled it. Unfortunately, because I was completely incapacitated, um, coming down heart, no buprenorphine, no morphine, no nothing, zero. Called the house doctor in to this hotel that we got to that was near the airport, and I did not want to leave there without her body. I felt an obligation as being the oldest sister and the one that was responsible for everything, um, that like I just I felt like I couldn't leave her there. Like even though they they handled it and all that stuff, we did end up leaving without her. She got on the next flight after Sid and I, Sid, me and Sid got on the same flight. We ended up flying my mom back to L.A., which is obviously where she's from, and we had um, to figure out um, everything: mm-hmm. funeral, um, cremation, where, what, parties you know, all the things that go down. Mm -hmm. And my family said, um, you have to go to rehab. And I was like, I'm I'm down. Like, I'm so fucking down. Like I, I had asked for help a year earlier and nobody would help me. Um, that again is not anyone's fault, but my own was a grown ass fucking woman. Um, didn't know anything about really rehabs other than like my mom's experience with Iggy pop. And his 12-inch cock. Shout out to uh, Iggy. <laughs> what? Rest in peace. So Iggy Pop was like a punk mod dude in the 70s. And he was like short and skinny as fuck with a dick that hung to his knees. Oh, okay. And electrofucked him. Electrofucked him. In rehab. Oh. 12-inch wow. cock. Yeah, okay. She talked about it my entire life. Had to hear about Iggy Pop's 12-inch cock. <laughs> Thick old boy. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Way to... Good, good news to pass down. Um, <laughs> so I'll have to tell my grandchildren about this um, someday. Um, you know, you're a great mother. <laughs> you have no idea who she slayed. Jesus Christ. Um, L.A. 
That's who she's with. <laughs> <laughs> the um, city of. So um, we somehow got back to L.A. Um, and uh, figured that part out. And um, I got my hit right when I got off the airplane. That same sister is actually a doctor. So she understands the medical side of addiction um, and that how incapable of anything I was. Mm -hmm. And they needed me to be at the service. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And so she showed up at the airport with a hit, a buprenorphine hit for me. And so um, I was able to make it for a little bit. She didn't bring me enough, like, really, for, for me. Yeah. Jerk. Um, I know. <laughs> um, but um, we were there for, like, 10 days in L.A. trying to figure things out and arguing. And, you know, they all three of my sisters blamed me for killing her. Um, and so awkward, you know, but I'm high. So found a bag of Coke, meth, sorry, in one of our co- – because I had my mom's luggage – so found a bag of meth, got right through customs. Holy um, shit! At at the air at the hotel that we were at in L.A. and um, did that, of course. Like looking back, you know how you go, what the fuck? Yeah, fucking moron! Like yeah. you just found your mom dead, mm. and yeah. you're gonna go ahead and just stick that in your arm? <laughs> like right. not not the smartest. Yeah, not, not the smartest decision. But like I said, I've made worse decisions. I beg to differ. Yeah. <laughs> in that moment, that was exactly what I'm doing. That was exactly what you needed to do. When we're, when we're in it, dope and shit. Come on, please. Yeah, oh, I know. Um, but so we had her service uh, June 30th and July 1st. I t- checked into uh, detox in San Fernando Valley and got sent to a hardcore county la county run um not cute no massages mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no acupuncture yeah. <laughs> um facility and i was in detox for 12 days and was so physically not ready to move over to residential after 12 days um they had never seen anyone slamming buprenorphine like i was and doing the amounts that i was um the coke was easy like my whatever like take a nap yeah keep it moving yeah mm-hmm. um i i but that buprenorphine was that come down i will never forget those especially those first like four days while they're trying to figure out your um what's going you know what i mean like what's going on with you and what to give you to get you to come down yeah. they actually gave me methadone and um, I'd never been higher than I was that day in, in <laughs> rehab. Like, because I'd never done, like, they maybe they just gave me too much. Like, or I was, like, falling out of my chair, like, slipping down out of All the right. chair. Like, out in the smoking patio of detox. Like, yeah. Like, Nodding the fuck yeah. out. Yeah. Nodding the fuck out. Yeah. I had never nodded the fuck out. Welcome to the green top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so when, when I checked in... Um, Everyone, all the patients there thought that it was, they were like, oh, is today your first day? And I was like, yeah, it's my first day. I'm just, just getting here. And they're like, well, um, are you going to be here every day? And I was like, uh, I'm pretty sure <laughs> <laughs> I got dropped off. So, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, well, what position are you? I'm like, I don't know. Just detox. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you don't work here. 
Holy <laughs> fuck. Because that's how I could I could hold my shit together right. if I got that hit. Right. Um, and so I was like, no, I'm a fucking patient. And they <laughs> were like, you don't look like yeah. most of the patients here. Right, right. Because, you know, that it was a tough spot. Yeah. So I didn't know where I was. I mean, I knew where San Fernando Valley was because my mom and I used to go to parties out there. And she um, used to smoke with, like, Richard Pryor and... Yeah. Um, Jesus. Richard fucking so prior. She did fucking sitting here for fucking days. And that's just like, like I said, that's one time of my 42 years so at crazy. the time of life. You know what I mean? Um, so, um, yeah. So my clean date's July 2nd. I choose that day because July 1st was the last day I stuck a needle in my arm. And I got that last hit, the buprenorphine, that last day. And then... <coughs> That's it. Um, it scared me straight, that place. I've had like three speeding tickets literally in my life. Mm-hmm. And dudes were being released there from 16 years in prison. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I'm cool. Yeah, yeah. cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. You can think I work here. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, right. I'll yeah. Yes, it. I do. <laughs> I do. Actually, let me get my notepad out. Oh, <laughs> yes. Go ahead. Tell me. Yeah, yeah. And so... Um, you know, we had to have wristbands on and people's like wristbands. It would say like it said my name and then episode one. And apparently episode was how many rehabs you've been to. And there were people in there with like 48. Yeah. 37. 14. Yeah. I was like, what the f-? like? I don't know. That just tripped me out. And then right. people had like chunks of skin out of their legs. Yeah. And I'm like, did you get like this? Is how stupid did I was. You did get you get bit? bit by a shark? <laughs> <laughs> Shark and they, they look at me like I was fucking an alien because I was there. And um, that's where I learned that, like, there's veins in your neck that you can. Right. They're like, you didn't um, slam any of those pills. You had so many pills. I'm like, you can slam pills. Yes, <laughs> you can. Yeah. I didn't. Didn't he? Yeah, it was stupid. All right. Okay. Just take it. And I, <laughs> and I did. Um, I always use bottled water, like, in my. Syringes <laughs> because I didn't want to use that Mexican tap water, right? Because I'm classy, yeah. Um, <laughs> so classy. Go get me a bottle of Dasani, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's time to get high. Sebastian, <laughs> bring mommy her needles. Oh, oh bring God. mommy her medicine. Yeah, they, uh, call, medicine. they call the kids called it my medicine. Yeah, so, so fucking fuck. sick. Right. So, yeah, so coming up on 10. Um, the first couple of years, I, I really struggled with, um, because I always struggled with like self-esteem and mm. not good enough and, you know, all the shit that I think all of us struggle with. Yeah. And then um, I, I've done my steps like completely, totally eight times. And um, the first couple were like very surface. And I only, in quotes, I say only, used for three and a half years but like shit went hard in those three and a half years. Like, like, you know, from day one, a morphine drip to three and a half years in my mom's dead. And I can't stop putting a needle in my arm. Like, like it, I, I hit bottom. I mean, that's a pretty low fucking bottom. Yeah. We'll see us heroin addicts. Yeah. (laughs) I'm telling you right now. When I start shooting dope, it was a fucking rap because I was a fucking fiend. Absolutely. And that shit, t- I mean, I'm really grateful for it now that it took me out so fast because I, I'm 
fuck it. I, it blows my mind some of the fucking junkies that are doing it for 15, 10 my years, mom. 20 years. You know Her precious friend's still in I'm LA. Like, They're still the, fucking doing it. How the fuck are you alive? Yeah, yeah. It's like it preserves You're not them. doing enough, motherfucker. No, I don't yeah. know. You know what I mean? Right? Like, I don't know. Right? But I'm grateful. My sisters and I, not my sisters, one of my sisters and I would be like, how the fuck is she still alive? Not yeah. wanting her dead, no, but, how, but just yeah. like, what the fuck? I know. Like, Anomaly. How, like, right? And then some kid goes out and does one fucking hit with one fucking granule of fucking fentanyl, and they die. It's a wrap. Why mm-hmm. aren't you dying? Not yeah. why aren't you dying, but like, how are you, how is your body still, I believe, so here's the thing with my mom thing, which is what I've come to believe in my recovery and working on myself. Cat. <laughs> just lick my finger, scare the fuck out of me. Um, fuck is happening here. Um, and I've learned that having a mom as an addict and being a mom and becoming an addict mm. and then now being clean, my mom did the best she could with what she had. Yeah. That's unacceptable to me as a daughter. But I can comprehend that now. I didn't understand that before. I thought it was literally her making a choice with like me standing there and like a bag of heroin and a dude and her going, not that kid. Like, I'll take the dude and the bag. Please. Um, I, I literally thought that's what was happening. I did not comprehend um, that she was as sick as she was or, or I didn't understand it. So I like to believe that this is my choice. Probably my siblings would beg to differ. My, and this is what keeps me sane. My choice is, in the end, my mom showed me what that life was. And that we got to have a relationship as sick as it was and as disgusting as it was. Um, For those three and a half years, I got to be her number one. And then I believe she not necessarily sacrificed herself, but I know that she knew that that life wasn't for me and that that's not who I was and that she let me go so that I could go on to be the person that I am today, which is who I was truly meant to be. And I'm fucking rad. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to lie. Agreed. Like, like, I've never thought... I'm not one to say like, I'm so great or I'm this or I'm just, that's just not in me to do that. I'm, I'm humble. I I try to keep it humble. I try to, um, we're all fucking the same. Everybody's equal. It doesn't give nothing fucking matters. Your skin color, your job, how much money you have, what car you drive, what your house looks like. It's who you are on the fucking inside and how you treat other people. If you're a garbage person, stay the fuck away from me. Mm. That's right. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's right. Like, like I I put up with so much shit and so many people, like, like in my past and whatever, and even in recovery of, like, the bullshit, like, you know, the talk and how people talk. Oh, yeah. And, like, it's like fucking junior high. I didn't like junior high when I was in it. Mm -hmm. Like, like... And here I am supposed to be a better, I'm yeah. working on becoming a better person. Yeah. That's a, and, and are people that come in meetings and they're like quoting this and quoting that and like, well, the, this says, and then you walk out the fucking door and you're a douchebag. 
thousand percent. Like I have zero. I used to think that clean time meant that you were a better person until I got burned the most by people with more clean time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that makes sense. You There's know what I mean? Like not. I'm not dressed saying up every, trash cans. Yeah, not everybody. Like no, I'm not. I don't mean all clean like people with more clean time than me and or. I don't, I don't mean that at all, but like, I don't know why when I first came in, I expected, and they say, oh, don't have expectations. You have to have fucking expectations of people. Mm-hmm. I expect people around me to be open and honest with me. Mm-hmm. I expect my children to be decent human beings. They are. They're perfect. So it's worked, <laughs> out. worked out for me. Hey, um, um, now. <laughs> and um, I expect my husband to be faithful. I expect... Little Vic to go to school and do his home. Like, you have to have expectations in life. Or, like, there's not, like, what what the fuck are we doing? Like, I just have, you know, I'm older than I was. Um, I feel like, literally, I, I have done a ton of work on my mom and my past and whatever. And, and I understand that, you know, my choice was not to ignore Sebastian and Sydney. Like, like, uh, you wouldn't choose that. No, fuck the drugs no. chose absolutely. Yeah. But it took me to become that, to be able to understand that, and so I do have forgiveness. I I feel like things that happened to me and things I went through as a child, like you're not in control of that. You can't be in control of that. Right. But at some point, I became an adult, but chose to stay in that child role. So now. You know, now looking back, I wish I, I would have cut the umbilical cord way younger and like cut her out. Like if you're because now I cut I can cut people out so fucking quick. Like I don't have time for that. I wasted so many years trying to people please. And I'm still a people pleaser to a certain extent. But my circle is very small. And because the people that are in my inner circle have proven to me that they have my motherfucking back no matter what. I can call any of any of my girls and be like this and this and this and they got my back no matter what. They're not going to go fucking repeat it. They're not going to go fucking twist my words up and shit and go tell somebody some shit that I said and twist my words or you know what I mean? Like I want everybody to be cool. Like I want everybody to get along. I want I wish everybody's life could be as chill as mine is now. And yeah. people say, "Well, you isolate and you don't leave your house and you whatever." Yeah, I've been through some shit. That's why. I, and, and I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I like being alone. Yeah. I've never been alone. I've been a mom like my whole fucking life, taking care of my mom, sisters. You know what I mean? Like working where you take, I'm taking care of 50 cooks underneath me. Like mm-hmm. it's like they need babysitting. And you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I finally get to um, like, this is who I, this is the real me. And I finally get to do that. I pay my own fucking bills. Thanks to my family. Um, but you know what I mean? I pay my own fucking bills. I don't depend. I don't ask people for shit. Uh, cause I'm very independent. I'll fucking handle it myself. And, um, recovery and doing my steps and stuff has shown me it. Okay. The last time I worked my steps, I did it on relationships. My last sponsor was fucking incredible. And, um, and she's a therapist in real life. So, like, that's always helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you, know. <laughs> I, you know. You know, I'm not going to complain. That's called um, a double whammy. Yeah, double whammy. <laughs> and so, um, step tight. six and step eight, uh, when I did relationships, it really, the, that set of steps ended up really technically, not 
not just being my relationship with others, but my relationship with myself mm-hmm. and, and realizing that I, my whole life I'd pointed the finger at everybody. Well, like if my mom would have done this or my husband would have done that, and then I could have been happy and this could have happened. Mm-hmm. But all, all the fingers really, the only We're common denominator yeah, in yeah. all of those things was fucking me. Right. And so I had to change. And so realizing that and realizing too that like being a control freak when you're a manager in a business or like running a kitchen and stuff or being a parent you have to be that's why we get promoted that's why we're so good at our jobs because we fucking control every little tiny aspect and then realizing coming to the realization after doing those steps nobody first of all i'm not working so i'm not running a kitchen except for my own at home and I can boss Rafa around when he comes over. <laughs> hey, um, <laughs> and Samara. And, <laughs> and, and nobody needs me controlling them was like such a hard pill for me to swallow. Because when you come from so much chaos, it's like you're automatically put in control. Like you want to control. Because that's the only thing you can control is you and what's your environment. Mm. And then now realizing that literally the only thing I can control is the words that come out of my mouth and the feelings that I feel. Mm. That's about it. Yep. That literally that's it. My my big kids are now like independent. Well, they're independent. They are. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. grown-ups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's hard for me. <laughs> it's really what, hard. What was it that you called it? What? What? Oh, empty nesters. Rafa yeah. had never heard the never term. Never heard the empty, empty nester. nester. Oh, yeah. yeah. Heard that, bro. So your kids grow up and they fly away? Yeah. yeah. They flown. They flew the coop. <laughs> flew the coop. <laughs> and now I have an 11 year old at home. So I'm not like an <clears throat> technically an empty nester, but he's like the easiest kid fucking ever. <laughs> right. So it's hey, like. Shout out, Lil Vic. He's fucking awesome. He is awesome. <laughs> um, and so. Loves my food, by the way. He does. He just right. had one today. <laughs> um, and Well, he's had one every day. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. Definitely. You know, going, I got clean at 42 and being 52 now, obviously that's a huge grow up time anyway. Um, But I definitely, these last 10 years and doing all that work on myself has just like, I don't know, I'm, I'm just, I'm nowhere close to the same person that I've ever been. I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life. Um, not just because of the financial stuff, but like because of the person that I've become from doing all that work. And I had nine commitments in the beginning. I was on fucking convention committee for fucking seven years. Like, you know what I mean? Like I secretaried every fucking meeting, like when, like, because I didn't understand what to do with myself at first. And my, my kids were like, mom, can we have some rules? And I was like, what? (laughs) Like, but I was that mom before those three and a half years. Like I was the kind of mom, not that I am today because I'm so much better today, better version of myself than back then. But like, I don't know. I, you know, I'm grateful. Mm. I'm fucking grateful all the fucking time. I sit in my backyard and chain smoke cigarettes and drink coffee in my pajamas all day while groceries are being delivered and <laughs> and stuff. And like my, the girls come over every Friday or Saturday night, like all my girlfriends, we play cards, we drink coffee, we talk shit. Um, we talk about our husbands and it's nothing. Yeah. Um, and how um, lame they are. Yeah, yeah, yes. Um, and some of them. And, um, and it's, I can't sit there and not be fully gr- grateful 
you know, I have a vacation home in Mexico. What the fuck? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Yeah. Like, I, we went from food bank, going to the food bank to feed Sydney and Sebastian. Food bank. Not having enough food. Like, not me not eating a full dinner because, you know what I mean? Like, the struggle was definitely real with them. Mm. Not knowing diapers. Not knowing, like, where, like... You know what new I mean? New school clothes, school supplies. School, new school clothes. Like, yeah. What the fuck is that? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, no, you wear the same things you wore yeah. last year. What are you talking about? Wait <laughs> for Christmas. Yeah, there's only one hole in that. Knee. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? We just, I didn't have it. I worked 65 hours a week with wet feet, <laughs> and um, it was tough, you know. And so, I feel like I grew up with Sydney and Sebastian. We've grown up together and been through a lot of the same things together. And um, even though obviously significantly younger than me, that like, yes, my daughter is going to drive a Mercedes. Yes, my son is going to get another Harley Davidson. <laughs> um, they're amazing human beings for going through. I'm like so proud of the three of us always that um, I feel like I could never make up to them what they lost out on. Mm. And And I don't have that like mom guilt of like, like, oh, I just, uh, like, it's not like that. Yeah. If they were shitty people, trust and believe, mm. they would not have houses. They would not have cars like that or motorcycles. Fuck no. I'm so, I'm not that mom either. I'm tough. <laughs> I'm a tough, I'm, I'm. Cracked a whip. I cracked a whip because yeah. I want, the goal of having children is to have them grow up to be responsible, good human beings. And I know that anyone that knows either one of my older kids can't disagree with me. Um, yeah, it's just Sydney's fucking cool. Sydney is yeah, cool. Sebastian, She's, Sebastian's always been like real warm. I don't know Sydney that well. I know we're on a very surface level of the internet, but yeah. she's always been very nice. You see to me. her bikini pics on Instagram. I don't body positivity. I'm here for it. Yep, I'm here for it. But I'm also in a very committed relationship. That's okay. So I don't so look at other women. So is she? <laughs> is she? Absolutely. Oh yeah. shit! Hell yeah! yeah. I didn't know. That. Is that new? Oh, it is. You don't pay attention. Do, I know. Are you not? You don't see her. We're in love forever. Post yeah. anymore. I think you, it's fucking beautiful. You're it's both. beautiful, and it's it's the coolest part is like having both of them, and, and like he's like real cool too. He's real cool. <laughs> he's we love. He's like fit right. It's like Haley, uh, Sebastian's fiance. Like she um, just is literally Sydney and I put together. So it's like the three of us girls are a fucking. <laughs> it looks like sisters. It's, but it's like, it's a, like the three of us are type yeah. A, like poor Sebastian. <laughs> he stands no, ch he always goes, can you guys just let me talk? Or chill a bit? <laughs> no, we're like, no, you have to do this. Like he's like, poor, literally poor Sebastian, but he's got the three of us like fucking strong ass woman, you know, just type A's around him. And, mm. um, Haley's just, she's another daughter. She's. It's like, couldn't be more perfect. Like, I'm so stoked for him after, you know, like his last relationship was a fucking shit mm. show. Hang on, let me take a breath. Yeah, take a deep breath. I don't want to say something. <laughs> Thank you. Finish. Say something. Because, yeah. Hey, relationships that I might suck. Regret. Yeah. yeah. What are you and they're do? hard. Relationships are hard no matter how old you are and no matter, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Rafa and I were talking about it the other day. Like, it's. It's not easy. You know what I mean? Like relationships aren't easy. Like it's a lot of fucking compromise and a lot of um, like 
doing things that you don't want to fucking do. And like, I'm at that age where like, if I don't want to do something, I'm not fucking doing it. And that's why people never see like Vic and I together. They're like, oh, 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 you got, I'm like. Is something wrong? (laughs) Is everything okay? Or I post something on Instagram. People are like, oh, are you going to, I'm like, no, it has nothing to do with me. I don't, first of all, Instagram and Facebook are not personal stories. Diaries, yeah. No, hell no. My personal shit will never be on there. You'll see me once a year post like a selfie of me and Vic of like, Father's Day, like he uh, made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we have we have a picture of you on our site with you and Vic. Yeah, oh, on our balcony in Mexico. Yep. Yeah, on our balcony. That's that's our vacation home. Yeah, hey yo, um, where is it? We have a fishing is it boat. In we have a fish, fishing boat there. Yeah, fuck yeah, it's it's rad. <laughs> I fish all day. Every Do day. you? That's my dream. Yeah. We'll take you out to Lake Murray out back. Go get this night yeah, bite. Cool. Come on. I've seen your videos. I'm cool with that. Why are you hating? Oh, why are you hating on yeah. little, little um, large mouth, little small no, mouth, no, little come cool? Yeah, they, 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 they're mm-hmm. fucking getting to like a hundred pound tuna. Yeah, she's out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm chasing down that yellowtail, boy. Yeah. Have a seat. No, thanks. <laughs> um, it's that Dorado. Dorado's my. That's uh, my favorite. Yeah, because yeah. they put up a fight, but they're not. They don't take hours to bring in. <laughs> so yeah, it's um, it's life's good. Like. I don't know. I, I don't sweat small stuff anymore. I used to really sweat small stuff and really be preoccupied with, you know, other oh, people, yeah. what they're saying or what's yeah. going on. I don't give two fucks. It sounds what like you have thinking. some fucking inner peace. I do. Like, that's what it sounds that's like. That's what I was going to say is like, I do. All of that, it just sounds like you know who the fuck you are now. Yeah, I, I do. And For there the first ain't no fucking time, questioning it. It took me a minute to get there. <laughs> you know, it's been in the last couple years, really, that like, I, I, I see you know, people's posts and whatever. And, and I know that most of that shit's not real and people put on fronts and you know, whatever. But like, I I find it so crazy. People that can't, aren't happy for people that are doing good. Mm. Just haters. I don't get it either. I don't get it. Just if somebody's doing good, I'm like, fuck yeah. I want to be their friend because right, fuck right. yeah, that inspires That's me. That's our whole I thing. I want to be around people that fucking inspire me. I, I want to cheer you on. Yes, and I want to. I want to be. I want to. I want. I want that. Like not so much. I mean, I, obviously, I support you guys, LFG and stuff. But hey, yo. But like for like women more than anything, because I was a I was a girl, woman, whatever that didn't have that, that didn't have another woman look at me, whether a mom, a grandma, or whatever, with pride in her eyes. So I like to get, I look at every woman as if they're Sydney. And how would I want anyone treating Sydney? Mm. And so I can put myself in that place from not having that myself. And, and for, you know, women that don't have good relationships with their moms or whatever, like people look at Sid and I and they're like, fuck, like you guys are the fucking dream team. It's right. taken us a minute to get here. You know what I mean? I really right, let right. her down. Yeah. And so, um, the relationship that we have now is so fucking rad. She's my very best friend, but I can mom the fuck out of her when I need to. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and it's cool, and she respects that, and I respect that. And, like, to have your daughter and your daughter-in-law in your six-person support group. Hmm. Come on. Come on. Like, I've made it. I'm there. Peaked. I've peaked <laughs> at 52. You know what I mean? And then to love Sebastian's wife as much as we love her, like, what... Que mas quieres? Like, what? What more could you want? What more? There's nothing. I'm cool. I'm cool. Totally cool. Like, it's all good. Let's cheer each other on. Mother, Let, motherfuckers. Right? Let's, that's our whole get down. Like, Let, oh, you want to start this? Send it. Absolutely. Like, go fucking. 
why not? Why, why not? fucking not? And that's so much misery. Yes. I spent so many years miserable and like negative and this sucks and that sucks. Or is this it? Yeah. Is this what the, the rest of my yes. life is going to be? How sad for you. Yeah, fuck all that. How sad for you. How right. about put us fucking smiling? Suck it the fuck up, first of all. Yeah, get a pack uh. of straws. <laughs> suck it up. <laughs> Build a bridge, motherfucker. Yeah. Get over it. Or if right? not... Pack your fucking bags. We're going on a guilt trip. Get the fuck out of here. Like, no, I mean, honestly, I don't get it. I really said, don't get the, it. We're the exact same way. We'll help out anybody until you do us wrong. A hundred, absolutely. Old us, we would have been like, okay, you cocks suck. You yeah. know what I mean? We're going to come at you we're now. We just down. don't fuck with you. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. if we don't fuck with you that's and we don't too. joke with you and we don't talk to you. That's me too. Oh yeah. That's me too. If I, that's if it. you haven't heard from me in a long time, there's a reason. Yeah. Yeah. If I haven't returned your text. There's a reason. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, Something's gone down. I just don't have time for that. Life. I say this all the time. Find your mom dead of an overdose and tell me how long you think your life's going to be. Mm. I don't have time for that. Right. I got, I got too many people in my immediate circle that I love with all my heart. Mm. I like giving back. I like helping people. I like, Picking and choosing who I help. I love helping young families. I love helping single moms or single dads. I love helping um, um, just if I can do one tiny thing to get give someone a leg up in life, I'm fucking in. I'm fucking in. I Because I, I didn't have that. Mm. And so I try to be the person that I wish I would have had. Right. Or that I wish everybody has. Or, you know what I mean? I try to, I want to be everyone's mom. Dustin didn't return a text the other day. And I texted him, call me now. <laughs> and he's like. No, it was a matter of five minutes, too. <laughs> it, was, it was like 30 seconds. Yeah, was like, <laughs> it was like really quick. I was like, okay. Because he's like, hey, mom, what's up? <laughs> I'm like, and it, but like, I love that. I love that women can depend on me now because I was a shit talker and I was a gossiper and I was all those things. And it's so ugly or to be mean to someone for whatever reason. Like I, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm cool on that. Like you had to figure out who you were. Yeah. And I finally, I, I guess you're right. So, so I found out I'm a heroin addict. Yes. Yeah. And you have inner I know peace. who I am. And you have inner peace. Yeah. And I, I think I that's do. the maternal hammer. I think the maternal that's, hammer. I think that's why, like, um, with me, I just kind of like keep my distance. Yeah. Like you know, like I just keep my distance from motherfuckers because, like, I just like I, we talked about this. Yeah. Too. Like my reaction, because I know myself. You know what I'm saying? Like my reaction is like I premeditated. Like she thought, like when we were talking, she's like, "Are you medicated?" I was like, because no. he's so chill. No, I just like, I just have to like, I like when I talk, when I talk, yeah. real quick. <laughs> hey, but piss in this cup real quick. <laughs> but All right. Hell it's like, no. I, I really, oh I really like to think about what I say before I say it. You know what I'm saying? I think so many people don't think about what they're going to say before they say it or they don't, Impulse. or like they don't, um, a lot of people haven't been smacked in the fucking face before yeah. or lately. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, and I've, I've been, I've been smacked. I've been punched. I've been kicked. I've been hit. Can a we bunch drive of around so in my like car <laughs> and I can point people out so you can punch them in the face? Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm Please. not living like that anymore. <laughs> that motherfucker over there, two hundred two <laughs> yeah. Twin Oaks Court. Yeah, go run up on that motherfucker <laughs> yeah, for me. Yeah, but like I don't know. It's, it's like 
it's a whole different it's a whole different life you know what i'm saying and yeah. it's like from like where we've where we've been through and everything like that and like i don't never i don't never i don't have to prove anything to anybody yeah you know what i'm saying i don't have to act any way for anybody well and things were going you know? so fast Right, that right. it's like you just pop off with shit out of your mouth, like exactly. fucking talking out your neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's like, I feel like if you actually work a program right. and you actually are a hundred percent, like that last set of steps I did that I was talking about, I literally looked at that workbook and went like, had a conversation with myself. Right, right. I'm doing this 100%. And if this doesn't work at the end of it, then I'm, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen, right. but, <laughs> but that's it. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Because I was like doing my steps and doing all this stuff. And I remember you being in a meeting, Dustin, once. Um, and I remember sharing with like five or six years clean and going, I don't understand what's happening. I'm not there. I, I'm doing, I'm of service. I'm working the steps. I'm doing everything you guys are telling me to do. And I'm fucking miserable still. Mm. Like what's, why? Mm. What's happening? Why shouldn't I be getting high? Yeah. What, like, what's, what's the problem? Like, alcohol wasn't my thing. <laughs> Until I started downing fifths of Don Julio Blanco. Oh, shit. Sorry. That's very it's my brother calling me from prison. Unprofessional. <laughs> yeah. It, it's on Do Not Disturb, too, so I don't know why it's doing sure. that. I said, oh, shit. Sorry, homie. I'll, I'll, hit, I'll hit the books later. Yeah, it's all good. Put, throw some monies on the books. Yeah, so I think it's like that, that I think now, like, we can reflect back, Rafa, on... Um, like, you know, I definitely still open my mouth and say inappropriate. I mean, not just the swearing, but like, you know, like right, I right. get wound up in the moment and right. I'm like, you know, what fuck her. Yeah, you right, know what I mean? Whatever. Right. And then and then to at least be able to now look back like at the end of the day or whatever and go. Damn. What the that fuck sucks. I yeah, <laughs> yeah. should have never said that yeah, shit. I'm I got amends asshole. to make. That <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. then you get tired of making those fucking amends yeah. every day. Like, cause you open, shut your fucking mouth. Yeah. I love that saying, take the cotton out of your ears and put it put in your it mouth. mouth. That's I correct. love that. Yeah. So true. Shut the, if, if people would just shut the fuck up, like you'd absorb things that Way might be better. going around on around you that are positive and that could like affect you in a positive way. Like I don't. I just. Don't. I, I always say just fucking work some steps in my head. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. people are carrying. I say on. it out loud. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it's like work yeah. your steps. Yeah. Quit talking shit. Yes. And just do something. Yes. Because right. you're gonna fucking change. Or shut right. your fucking mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, literally. I can't, I can't stand it. I mean, I, can't I think either. everybody should go to fucking meetings and, and do your thing. Absolutely. But you know what? Stop sharing so much and fucking listen yes. and fucking Sometimes just do some just fucking that. work. Yeah, gotta do that. Sometimes you gotta go to a meeting and you just gotta listen. I mean, the like, the wor- the, the, the one thing that I can't stand is yeah. people in recovery and they still fucking lie. Absolutely, I can't fucking stand that. Or right. live in shady lives. I can't. I, I don't understand it. It was funny. Like, why the, are you here? The the other day, the other day, I told I I tell on myself when I don't even need to. Yeah, you know what I mean. I had this like uh tiny resentment to b graph and i had to like come and tell him because it wasn't fucking reality yeah you know what i mean it was like something that i thought about and i'm like hey man i gotta tell you something he's like what he's like looking at me like, oh, you didn't even have to tell me <laughs> probably yeah like, i don't give two fucks yeah, right. yeah. yeah. he thought he, he had clowned on me in a podcast yeah i'm gonna air you out no that's fine he clowned on me on a podcast and he thought i edited it out uh-huh. and he was like hey dude you take that joke out and i was like no motherfucker yeah yeah i don't edit we don't edit shit around <laughs> it here is what it is. and he was like all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. And then well, his the fucking pr- wife fucking told him, like, what are you tripping on? 
Yeah. This this podcast was so good, so I was like listening to it, then rewinding it and going back yeah. and forth. But I missed that one part of my. Like, yeah. This fucking asshole took that out. What a pussy. Oh, funny. You know what I mean? We've talked hella shit on here, and that wasn't even that bad. Yeah. I'm like, right. yeah, yeah. And so that's funny. I was. I, I was, feel like whatever's supposed to be said is supposed to be said. Yeah, thousand percent. And maybe you shouldn't do a podcast if you're worried about covering things up. I I try to behave in a way that I don't have to go back. And like Dustin was like, if you say something crazy, like, yeah, I guess, you know, I was like, dude, I'm such a fucking open book. Yeah. Like right. I tell the checker at Vaughn's my story. She's actually in recovery. So, so there I was <laughs> piping down some surfer, dude. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. All right. All right. See, another see, earmuff. earmuffs. <laughs> yeah. That's why I can't go. To, like, I don't vol- volunteer at Little Vic school because oh, I'm so fucking no. open and I in use that. Or an auto too. I They're know. like, oh my god! I know that's why. I thank you guys for making clothes without the f word on it. Hey, that blew me away. I was like, what do you mean she doesn't want something that says no, the f word on it? No, that makes sense. I can't. I have an eleven year old. That makes sense. I mean, honestly, school. a lot it's of a the a community. lot of the gear that we did was because of you. Yeah, oh, really was. Guys. Never yeah. settle came because because, because you in were, the beginning in the beginning we were yeah. like so fresh and you and you hit me up like on a personal level like hey, you know I want to support you. I want to support yeah. you, but. You know, I'm sure there's people like myself yeah, that don't want to wear, even if you say fuck all day long. And I say fuck all day mm-hmm. long. Right. And then that's fuck, when it never fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, we, we came without shirts so quickly, too. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. And well, and then I just placed another big order. Because you always do. You always no fucking fucks. hold us down. That's We've honestly started to get away from it because now that we're getting into stores. Everybody knows. People don't want yeah, it. That's where They the, don't want it. Our, I don't want to, honestly, as a mom, I don't want to see it. I don't want little Vic... We're trying to do with Little Vic what was not done for us, mm. Vic and I, and the big our big kids, because we have three big kids really. Vic has a daughter who's Nicho's Sebastian's age, and so we have those three plus three in laws. Like you know what I mean? And then, like I I don't want none of them are allowed to wear that stuff to my house because Rafa wears it. They're during the day when Vic's at school, um, but big and it's like he Vic hears me. I am not. I don't censor myself anywhere yeah. I'm at. Like right. sorry, Vic's a fifth grade teacher. Yeah, fuck. We should get this done. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh like, shit. Like uh, yeah. fuck. Sorry, that's how I talk. Um, and they, you know, it is what I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not embarrassed by myself anymore. But like, I can't have. I we're trying to like protect, not protect little Vic, but like let him be a kid. As long as he can be, because making them and us growing up so fast really didn't help anybody. (laughs) On the contrary, it fucked us up more. And so with little Vic, we're trying to kind of like be like whatever, like I said, whatever normal is like, you know what I mean? And he doesn't need to see T-shirts with fuck on it. And neither do a lot of kids. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, wear it. To a meeting, I guess. Like I don't know. It's riding on your Harley. <laughs> yeah, like I what I don't know. Even I, then, I it's that like thing everywhere, man. Yeah, yeah. Even then, it's like kids are in like cars and they're man. looking at your shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and I, don't I hope know. they're thinking, I want to be just like him. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. It's it's also the older I get, the more I'm just I'm very protective. So right, right. But but then I swear all day long in front of him, but he won't swear. We're like Sydney and I'll be like. Just say bitch. One time. And he's like, no. And we're like, no, you've totally free pass. And he's like, crap. And we're like, that's stupid. What a good, whatever. <laughs> we're like, whatever, fuck. kid. Yeah. 
fuck, fucker. Fuck, fuck, shit, fuck. So I I don't, yeah, thank you for not doing the fucking stuff because I'm all about supporting if I can. I love all of you guys, and of course I'm going to support you. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, duh, that's stupid. (laughs) Um, Exactly the same way I have 45 Dollface Club items at my house. You know what I mean? And if her shit didn't sell out so fucking fast, I'd have more. (laughs) (laughs) You get the notification like, ah, fuck, fuck, I already missed it. Oh, oh, that was yesterday? Like, I'm just not technically, you know. Inclined. Like that. No. She just puts out dope shit. and She does. And it's like. she's a rad fucking person. Not a lot. That fucking also gives back. And I've always admired her because of that. And I know. Like, I just think that that's so fucking cool to come from where we all come from, whatever it is that we've been through, and to be able to, like, do something positive that, like, r- hopefully rubs off on other people, like, fucking game over. Like, right, right. I'm good. I'm cool with that. Like, I don't know. I, I just, yeah. I agree. Shout out to you, Claire. That's her button. Right? Yeah. Oh, I love her. No, big shout out to you. Got a lot of love coming to you. Absolutely. I know you're kind of going through it right now. And we love you. I was going to say that. Oh. We'll send her some extra love. Big, big extra fucking like, love. She's a great fucking example of a woman in recovery that has gone from garbage to fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like, Success. Like, I feel like my story is tough, but, like, she's come up on her own. You know what I mean? We're like, mm-hmm. I came up. in a roundabout way where like she came up straight out of her own soul from garbage to fucking phenomenal like that is to me so impressive and so fucking rad and that someone like that could stay clean for as long as she's been clean like hello and to be a positive influence on women right come on and not that's the biggest thing that like blows me away with most people in recovery is that they don't get so fucking jaded where they're like, yeah. nah, I got this gift for me. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, we're told you got to yeah. give it away to keep it. Absolutely. But I mean, it's still plenty of people that could be fucking, nah, that's mine. I'm Absolutely. keeping this. Yeah. I think all of, all of us could. I, I literally like I bought the house I bought in, in Coronado. I bought, we have a big pool and I literally bought it with, I was telling you guys that, I literally bought it with the idea of having all my girlfriends over and just laying by the pool all summer. Like, <laughs> like fuck little Vic. And like my kid wants a pool. Like, <laughs> yeah, but that's like, nice. But like yeah. that I could share. I, I love sharing what I have because I'm extra blessed um, with others. And if I don't like, if I don't give it away, I don't get to keep what I have financially, emotionally, Spiritually. Maybe not sexually, but. <laughs> oh, this always yeah. going to be good. All right. All right. <laughs> um, but I'm married. But, um, you know, I don't know. Life's too short to fucking take yourself so serious. Life's too short to not just be cool with everybody. Right. And life's too short to not fucking take advantage of. I mean, look where we get to fucking live. People save up. For years to come to San Diego on vacation. Yeah. We get to be here all year long. Crazy as fuck. Crazy as fuck. Like, come on. Especially for me, coming from way back east. Like, my goal all growing up was like, I belong in California. Yeah. I'm going to get out there one day. And I started in Hemet, made my way to Temecula, but here I am in the promised land. Yeah. We we served five years in Temecula. 
We long served, years. We served yeah. five years. I call it Semekatucky. Semekatucky. It's fucking ass backwards out there. It, it was is. when Sebastian was born. So his first five years were in Temecula. Ooh. It was horrible. Oh, shit. It was fucking horrible. <laughs> it was like the worst. Yeah. Like, did well, my time and got the fuck <laughs> stepping. We did time. We say that. We did time in Temecula. Oh, yeah, did our time. Yeah. I did, so, my, I did my for 10 years. Did a little out. tenor there. A little dime. So, and so did you. I did. In Temecula? Yeah. yeah. I lived really? there for 10 years. Damn it. Maybe you worked for me. Just kidding. <laughs> At the pizza place. That I ran. Oh, no. which what was it called? Stadium Pizza. Oh, no shit. Yeah. The Red Hawk one. Yeah, the Red Hawk. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I ran there. that shit. I drank fucking plenty of beer there. Yeah. yeah. And Home Run Pizza. Yeah. And then the other one's on, uh, it's funny going back there because I'm like, wow, fucking embarrassing. <laughs> that was, that was, I was making 24 grand a year oh. supporting a family of four, making that place so much fucking money. Mm. I got treated horribly there. Shout out to Stadium Pizza Red Hawk. Yeah. For fucking me over. And Hawk Stadium sucks. Pizza is not that good. No, I've only been no. to the one over off Winchester yeah, in that intersection. That one. Yep. The one over there. You talked the one off Pachanga, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I've been there. Yep. And pizza's not that good, so fuck no. y'all. We lived right there in Red Hawk. Right. Yeah. I Damn, lived off if you still of own us. that house, you be. I know. We bought it for a hundred. I mean, she lives in Coronado. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that house. Yeah, sure. I That's like a two fucking fucks about that house. <laughs> 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 I drive. <laughs> I drive through there to get to Bomb Springs or Big Bear. Hey, oh, <laughs> that's about it. Um, but we stop and um, we giggle. Yeah, we giggle. We laugh because the fence that I built myself is still up around the same house. Oh, no wow. shit. Yeah, because my husband member was lazy and a liar, so I built the fence around our house. And our friend Brian helped me. The two of us installed the uh, sprinkler system. I'm that chick. Clearly. Yeah. Well, we were broke, so. <laughs> there was no hiring an irrigation <laughs> no, service. No, not like now. Got to do we what you got to do. Yeah. Rafa, you got any closing words? Dude, like, your whole story is freaking awesome. I, I like, I like, um, I like hearing everything about the beginning right a little bit of the mess and then a lot of the recovery and then like seeing the chicks that like you brought like you bring around and stuff like it's freaking dope and because like they're all like family Absolutely. you know what I'm saying and it's like real tight bonds real close-knit people and stuff like that it's awesome i look forward every week to like going over to you guys' house on oh. friday it's pretty dope yeah. <laughs> that's nice yeah, yeah. i that's love tight. having you guys there because yeah. kitchen is my addiction anything so Rafa gets excited like on my knife collection. Oh, he gets excited about your convection oven. <laughs> he's yeah. fired. Nobody, uh, he's like, dude, it's <laughs> in the fucking wall, bro. <laughs> yeah, we, Nobody we else all about cares. It. Nobody yeah. else cares. Or my new like bowl or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yes. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like the 24 ounce stainless steel. <laughs> oh, you're such a baller. Right. <laughs> Look at this titanium. This is titanium, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> my latest nine yeah. quart pot. Yeah. <laughs> is this a pine oak blend cutting board? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> So Samara, lucky. come here! Look at this <laughs> Japanese funny. stainless steel with the with Whatever. the paring knife. <laughs> now I get to have all the toys. Yeah, it's freaking yeah. tight. Straight up. Yeah, so I take awesome. a picture of new toy and send it to Rafa. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> 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 Stupid. Dusty. Hey, look, I'm really fucking stoked that you came on. Thanks. And that's what I was saying when I called her. I'm like, we we have a lot of banger shows, right? The yeah. guys come on and they kill it, you know. And yeah. we we had 
you know, we've had a few women on, but I knew that you coming on here would just fucking slay it. So I really appreciate you coming on and telling your story. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It's going to be inspiring. I'm an open book. Yeah. My turn. <laughs> Thank you for Sub always being. tits. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't say that. What the <laughs> fuck? I didn't say that. Where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> hey. Come on. All right. Listen. Thank you for always being so nice to me. And you, you and for raise I love you too. And raising Sebastian the way you did when I got to San Diego, that was like one of my road dogs because he also started meetings. Like I was at every me every meeting I showed up to, he was there and he yeah. was like this young eighteen year old kid yeah. that had a Harley. I was like, man, he's so fucking awesome. <laughs> he's got this Aww. fucking sick ass bike. Yeah. And then I met you do, being of service at a convention, and you just treated me like, oh, you're one of Sebastian's homeboys. All right, well. Uh, Put on this fucking shirt and go watch that door. And I was like, yeah. all right, I'm watching the door. Yeah. And you've just always been a genuine person. And we like, have to be. Got to. Right? And hearing Hopefully your story. Hopefully it's contagious. It is. Right? Mm. Your support for us for the last two years has I been fucking unreal. Absolutely. And hearing your story now, like, I, it solidifies my, like, purpose and like i gotta find out who the fuck i am and what i'm what i'm willing to tolerate and what i'm not Absolutely. and work my life around that yeah or get and the fuck out or get the fuck on yeah thank you for coming let's out fucking here. go yeah. let's fucking get go. the fuck on with your hey, life you all know the fucking me, deal thank you for coming right. out here and uh pouring your hey you know what real quick you. let's fucking not stop this party right now go ahead and do one more push-up that's right <laughs> oh, no. oh okay <laughs> Can I, I want to fucking choke you out so fucking Just bad. for the record, I did not say tits to be graph. Absolutely. I, ahead, my baby. arm went up in the air and he thought I pointed at oh, him. Oh, that's it, baby. Just do one. He just got a new name for now. No. Yeah. Don't. I don't want that credit, please. Good job. Hey. You're taking a pregnant woman's fries? Yeah, real piece oh, of shit, shit he is, huh? Oh, shit. Yeah, I ate them fucking french fries. You'll get cut with a fork. Y'all say like, don't I'll laugh. Yes, no, I went laughing. Be careful. Him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's been another episode of the LFG 1904 show. He can barely talk. God damn. Thanks for that French fry. Appreciate you, cuz. I was like, is that Dustin singing? <laughs>